Live from the studio complex in Baltimore, Maryland, you're listening to Info Warlocks with Sam Kelly. There's a war on for your magic. Yes, what's up, witch bitches? We got um, Leo in the second house. We got Matt Brown in the house. Leo in the second house. Oh, uh, my second house. My girlfriend's Leo 24, again. so is she, that what you meant? No. <laughs> Are you doing a Leonardo DiCaprio joke? Are you doing uh, no. a astrology <laughs> joke? <laughs> uh, no, okay. Um, she's, got, she's got nine more months, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to kick rocks. <laughs> um, Rose Vinesink has a theory, though, that Leonardo DiCaprio is actually using these chicks as beards, that he's super gay. Mm. And I mean, I wouldn't you just get a regular age chick, then. Uh, you're, uh-huh. you're telling me the guy that was in the pussy posse is gay? <laughs> I don't think so. It's a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> I'm in the pussy posse because I hang out with cat ladies. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, I need something where like when I bomb, <laughs> like a sound, like doesn't Justin... Um, like a tuba? Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> doesn't Justin Jones have something like that? Like, I don't know. I gotta ask him. Justin but, Jones yeah. wishes he had <laughs> something. Yeah, in his brain, there's constantly yeah. bombs going on. <laughs> He's just followed by a trombone player all the <laughs> Like that fucking Family Guy sketch. Yeah, yeah. guys. Yes. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, Matt Brown was talking about angel numbers because it's too. I don't know. why I keep going. Matt was talking about angel numbers. I'm it's two two. Two two. Yeah. Two twenty two. What yeah. is an angel number? It's uh, not. It's like a uh, what are they called? like auto when it's the same thing for it's a palindrome, but palindrome. for numbers. <laughs> Well, wouldn't have last year been more of an angel number because it's two. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah. It was. So what's, sure. what's, but, to, but what's this year? Every every February, every January 11th, November 11th, September. No, never September mind. 11th <laughs> is an September angel number. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is because the Muslims are in a holy war an and they're going number. to get their virgins in heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought like school shooters are kind of like doing like holy wars too, but it's because they can't get holes. Yeah, yeah, the whole that's women are god to them, yeah. and they're yeah. killing for pussy. They yes, are. the goddess. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm impressed that you know what angel numbers are. Is, is it because you were trying to like bang a chick that was like in an angel number? No, I have a passing interest in numerology. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a that's a that's a Corey Feldman quote. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I want to talk about that, but first, um, can we make a toast? Um, oh, yeah. We got the Blanco tequila that I got out of my aunt's garage. Blanco, um, bro. Blanco. Come on. Come Wait, on is this flavor? I'm so white. I is this pepper say. flavor? Yeah, what is? Why is there red on it? It's a heart on fire. Um, it's, again, like I come from a like, redneck Ooh. family. So. <laughs> is there a little Texas longhorn on that bad boy down at the bottom there? <laughs> um, so this is not flavored tequila, but go on with your toast. Sorry, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, my my um, one armed uncle who lost his left arm. Everybody called him Lefty. He died from alcoholism. He was the shit. Um, this is to you, Lefty. Um, you're not doing shit for me in heaven or wherever you are because my life is a fucking failure. But oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah, <laughs> this is to you anyway. Lefty. Yeah, keep touching those kids in heaven, Lefty. Bless <laughs> us this day with his nub. Yeah. <laughs> kids love a nub. <laughs> Dude, I, I always love that. I know somebody's on this joke, but like nub step. I don't know why. It's so nub step. That's like, good. It's like somebody doing like a. <laughs> mm, I like that. I think we can remember that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, With yeah. The diet seven up. Bro, that's a flavor combination I haven't had in a while. Oh, yeah. You need that I'm seven in, up zero, baby. I'm in flavor town right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aspartame and tequila. Yummy. <laughs> they say uh, uh, fake sugar shit gets you drunker. Oh, really? I'm Is that true? Not. Yeah. Why I like whiskey diets. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. apparently, um, apparently diet and then drinking through a straw. I remember the last time I saw you at the port, I was drinking a diet soda and you grab the can. And you're like, this is going to give you cancer, Sam. Uh-huh. <laughs> and trust me, I got a Coke Zero right here. Yeah. So I'm with you. 
yeah. Okay, so um, let's let's talk about numerology. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, bring it up, Sam. Bring it um, up. What, what you got? <laughs> here's a here's an interesting thing with numbers that happened to me recently. Okay. Group. Uh, I was at my mother's against drunk driving panel, <laughs> and uh, the final. Really? Yeah. For oh, my sorry. for my day. What do you mean, really? Why'd you say it like that? Oh, I thought that like I didn't know. I thought you were just like really into like getting sober or something. And no, you were, like, it was court ordered. Okay. Uh, yeah, but honestly, I might go to another one because it was pretty tight. I was like, did you kill a child? And that's why. No, they just want to scare. It's like scared straight for. Adults. Are there like mothers there that like get yeah, mad at you? It's 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 pretty much it's the same thing as a comedy show. Like there's a host, feature, and headliner. The host is a cop. <laughs> who does like his cop no. he does a cop he does like a tight 15 up top <laughs> and then there's a middle act who's like a person who just did it is like he's the only one doing a tight 15 and moms are there because that pussy's wrecked so. yeah. <laughs> dude i don't know dude the last mommy oh she could have got it dude <laughs> she really could have got With lots it lots of trauma sorry i didn't yet yeah but the second the second uh <laughs> second person was a mommy and she well, it was her first time doing it, so she was a little. You could tell she didn't have she didn't have her thing down, and she was a black lady, and she kept like almost getting me to the point where I, like I was like feeling bad for her, and then she would just go into this over the top angry black woman thing, oh, and it was yeah. like, dude, you're losing me. You can't do Medea goes the mad. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stick you gotta stick to what you were doing. Stay low, stay low, sweet chariot, and and um. And then the last one heard, so so the thing with mothers against drunk driving, it's mothers that have been affected. So it's like mothers that either got hit by drunk drivers and got injured, or mothers that have some lost somebody. So the last mommy, she her daughter died in a car accident, but her daughter, first of all, her daughter's name was my cousin's name that I loved a lot that died, Aww. but then her birthday was my birthday, but five years ahead. She was November second, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And I was I I'd ate like a hundred and fifty milligram edible with Jeff King, because uh, he was he was with me. Talk about numbers, man. yeah, that's some numbers. Yeah, I know. I would, and by that time I was like, full wait, wait, swing. he's I was the one crying. without the legs, right? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that, Jeff. You're very funny. No. Like, but did people think he got in like a car wreck, and that's why? Like, was, no. like or he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, he was there, but oh. he he's obviously not a car accident. Yeah. He looks like a veteran that yeah. got blown yeah. up. But like the, uh, the second lady, she she said uh, she her thing was she got rear-ended by a guy that was going over 100 miles per hour. He mm-hmm. like hit her so fast that his car went under hers and sent hers flying. And uh, but but so she's talking about this accident. It's like a terrible thing. She's trapped in the car, got all fucked up, and then she goes, uh, she says, "I didn't break a bone in my body." And Jeff was just like, "Uh, <laughs> like, uh. what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? I don't have any legs." <laughs> Lieutenant oh Jeff. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I didn't I didn't mean to offend any of our uh, listeners who are veterans. Uh um, Info Warlocks were only a veterans of the social justice war. Hell yeah. <laughs> Back the red, white, and blue, dude. This is a Toby Keith sponsored podcast. Oh yes. This podcast is brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Speaking of Toby Keith, ever since you pitched your potential title for your special, I've been really into that song. What is it? What I, is it? I love that song. Should have been a cowboy. Should have learned a rope and ride. Yes. Gene no, that's, I love that's that. That's not you, you missed a whole good part. It was a director's cut. <laughs> yeah. But the six shooter my six string. No. no. Pony no. on the cattle drive. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> such, a, such a fucking good song. Uh, but like I like country Sweet music about young like, girls. Talk. Yes. Sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. It's it's like that that country music though about Singing like blue them jeans. Campfire songs. <laughs> 
Oh, I should have been a cowboy. I can't get over it. <laughs> you don't like country, Sam? Um, I, I like country, but I like like the depression kind of country. About mm. I don't like like the blue jeans and tractor. Uh, kind of country. you like uh, Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. I don't know that, but I'm not I'm Brooks. Yeah, Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> yeah, Brooks and Dunn. I spend most every night beneath the light of the neon moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is such a good song. It's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. No, well, country Country is the, the dreams of the working man. Somebody described it to me that way. And that's why I don't understand it because I don't have a job. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> so you should be listening to rap. Then. You should be listening. <laughs> the dreams of the unemployed man. <laughs> Guns, bitches. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get down with that. But yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dreams of the working man, right? It's like, it's it's a good way of putting it, and and I feel like there are time. There's a time and place for country, and I I think people that write off country as just like yeah, anybody who's like yeah, I like pretty much everything except country, and like <laughs> dude, all right, man. So you're telling me you've never chilled on a beach before? <laughs> wow, you've never. Sorry, <laughs> right, I was proud of that. One. That was Sorry. a seven point five. Yeah, on the Richter scale. Yeah, numerology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and again, country. It's. It's, I guess it makes a difference when it comes from the soul, but it just feels like marketing bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It, like when they're not, yeah. There's a reason the big country guys are the big country guys because they got they are country, you know. Yeah. Like, Is Toby Keith the one that Tom Segura always makes fun of? I, I can't remember. Or no, or no, that's Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garth, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Aka, what was his? Uh, his he had the Chris Lightning or whatever the fuck is. Yeah, Chris Angel. No, not Chris Angel. <laughs> Chris something. Yeah, you're right. It was something like that. I don't... Yeah, something... His alter ego that did a rock and roll album. Yeah, he was He was kind of the definition of, like, the, like, industry. Not saying he wasn't good, but a lot of country is, like, Nashville really knows how to, like, build a brand, mm-hmm. and, like, Garth Brooks was... was they called it a, a hat act, mm. and he never really wanted to be a country star. He wanted to be a rock guy but he just found so much success as a country star that nobody took him seriously when he tried to do his whole chris whatever thing is that like a clean comedian trying to be dirty out of nowhere it's just you know you get typecasted and it's like you know there are different you only get spell cast you know if if you could just be like taylor swift and yeah there you go (laughs) i get i'm very autistic and i love puns If you just play it like Taylor Swift and just like slowly, gradually stop being country and no one notices, that's kind of the way to do it. You just kind of have to be like, here's a song. And people are just like, well, this is slightly, it's like a frog in boiling water. Like she went from like, our song is a slamming screen door, staying at late neck and on your window. And now she's like fucking doing like, I don't even know what she's doing now, but it was such a gradual progression that people were just like, yeah, it's just Taylor Swift. She never came out and was like, I'm done country. My new name is Chris Swift. Like nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm down with T Swift, um, but but yeah, it, it was a sudden change, though. But I had a numerological thing happen to me just on the way up here. Um, I didn't know today was an angel day, but uh, um, it's always an angel day when baby boy Matt Brown is in the house. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had this happen to you, or like um, you think it's kind of like well, Facebook memories kind of does it like automatically because they'll just be like, "Hey, remember this thing happened one year ago to the day?" Uh, yeah. But I don't really. Ha- pay attention to Facebook or Snapchat that much so I don't really see most of that but my mind kind of does that without me knowing like I was I was walking to the car today on the way up here and I just remember I was like carrying a base on my shoulder I just got my base out of the the doctor's office got it fixed up 
And uh, I was thinking about this one picture that my ex-girlfriend took of me in Fells Point like six years ago on my way to the, a gig at the horse. And I was like standing in the middle of the cobblestone street. And she like took a picture and I was like, I wonder what happened to that picture. And I thought you were going to say like, I wonder what happened to that bitch. Like, <laughs> what happened to that bitch? Um, no offense. Like. And because oh, I was know what happened to that such bitch. a great ex-boyfriend, the picture's still up on her Instagram six years ago. Wow. It's got to be weird because she's dated like a dude or two since me. And I guess she was just like, yeah, I, I was keeping all my pictures of my ex-boyfriend on there, you know? So Yeah, that's one thing about a breakup that's, that's uh, you know, uh, a hard decision to make is do I leave off this mm. bitch? Yeah, but the <laughs> thing not? is, it wasn't like it was a picture that she took. She's not even in it. It's literally just a solo picture oh, of me yeah. on okay. her profile <laughs> yeah. six years ago, which is like that's ball. I can understand if it's like a good picture of the two of us that she's like, all right, I'm not going to take this down. But it was like just me, yeah. straight me. Mm-hmm. And um, I I was like, well, let me go find that because I feel like that was like a classic picture that like, you know, you know, I'm super vain. So I want to find it. And um, <laughs> and I went and I found it as I was getting in the car. And it was taken exactly six years ago to the day. I Whoa. looked at the I looked at the day it was posted. She posted it a day later, so it was posted February twenty third, twenty seventeen. And choo choo choo, sorry, six. Oh, oh shit! Shit! Oh shit! I'm retarded at math. I'm sorry. Oh um, shit! And, two, and then two, two three times three is six. Is That's six six six. Oh, and my warlocks, bitches! <laughs> I fucking love Sam. Dude. That's fucking wild, bro. Yeah, you're gonna, yes. You better watch your fucking back tonight, dude. <laughs> that bitch is doing some magic on yeah. you. That's fucking wild. But that that shit happens. Like that stuff happens to me a lot. Where yeah, I yeah. like randomly think about. I'll like think about um. Uh, I'll like think about somebody I haven't texted in a while and I'll be like, oh, let me see like our last, I'll just like search their name in the thing because I'm about to text them. And then when I pull up the text conversation, the last thing we said will be exactly one year ago, yeah. like to the day. Like that shit happens more often. Yeah, if you think yeah. about it, like there's a one in 365 chance that anything you do uh, is going to have occurred on the exact same day. Now we're talking my kind now of Now we're talking real numbers. <laughs> yeah. We're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. money ball now, yeah. baby. Yeah. Not There's angel numbers. There's a yeah. 1 in 365 <laughs> chance. But that seems to happen more than 1 in 365 times that happens. And here's the and I I had, I had just realized this too or remembered this. The day I recorded my album was 7 year, or 8 years to the day that I got wolframed. What's Wolf Ram? Yeah, when yeah. I got my car accident where I got the old oh. man rear-ended me. Oh. <laughs> the old man. I yeah, the bit. The old, <laughs> that, that old bit. Wolf Ram <laughs> Yeah. Dude, though, that's and I, awesome. I had done that bit in like a year and I was wow. doing it. And then the next day I looked at my Facebook memories and was like, that car accident yesterday was fucking wild. And I was <laughs> that, like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> to bring numerology uh, back and link it back up with astrology, since that is Oh, oh the, sorry. Can I just say I'm, I'm, yeah, sure. I, I apologize so much. Just like, it's um, your podcast. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Like, uh, it's like, again, I'm a chronic over-apologizer because I like feel like I shouldn't exist because I my mom said that I she should have three abortions. So <laughs> I was like apologizing. But yeah. Um, but yeah um, numerology for girls. Okay, let's do, let's do numerology for girls. Um, if a girl says that her body count is three Multiply and she's by. under the age, yeah, yeah, she's she's a fucking liar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's like girl numerology. Um, well, what do you multiply it by. Is that you said? Again, by, I, you said I, if she's under a certain age. So you're telling me different oh, I mean, age she's brackets? Over. Yeah, yeah. There's different multipliers for different age brackets. I would say brackets? a woman over the age of 25 probably has had more than three partners. 
But you're saying like also if she if a so like a lady under 25 says I've been with three guys that's actually nine. A lady yeah. over 25 says I've been with three guys. Is it more or less than like the multiplying factor? This I would feels say like the, a GED I would question. Say it would be like less. I would say the factor honest. stays the same. I feel like there's two things. I think we mentioned this on the trap before, but like when somebody was saying like yeah, like you you could meet like a 40 year old woman and like it's very conceivable that she might have a hundred bodies. And at, when first when they told me that, I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, well, let's say you lost your virginity when you were 15 yeah yeah it was me we were yeah i was on this that was the day i got the dui yeah and if what? you're fuck, if, you've been, if you've been fucking since you're 15 and you're 40 or 15 let's say you're 50 now yeah but you've been single pretty much the whole time or cheating on your significant other that's literally like three dudes a year that's not that hard to do yeah yeah. so i i feel like the you multiplication have, like, factor <laughs> i don't know if it's three though i i just know that women tend to round down and and men tend to round up like men are more likely to count like a blowjob or like a girl oh, that they okay, definitely okay. could have fucked but just never pulled the trigger on it mm. but like maybe they like made out and like whatever and then they'll like you know in a in a casual conversation they might just kind of round up you know yeah, and a girl's gonna deny even having the sex yeah encounter. a girl will be like she there might be one or two dudes in that mix that she just like that doesn't count and then she'll just kind of just leave that yeah. out and not think anything of it you know, I think which girls, is crazy because those count the most to me. I think with both, Wait, what counts the most? Wait, wait. those do count the most. Yeah. I want that number. Yeah. Really, I want that. If I ask a girl what her body count is, I want that number. Yeah, how yeah, many yeah. mistakes have you made? <laughs> yeah. How many dudes did you sleep with that you didn't like regretted? Yeah, because right? that's a that's a. Yeah. That's I'm really bad thing. at math, so I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your percentage of <laughs> yeah. your number? What percentage are dudes that you're counting? That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I like guys with high body counts because they look like they kill people. But <laughs> you like the, do you do you care about that? Do you care about body counts as a woman? How many guy? How many girls? You're, you're I care about body counts like in a room. Like how many people can you stand to be in a room with? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's like my. I don't mind. think Sam's a good person to ask about caring how many do- girls a dude slept with. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, like as long as like you like, like yeah, need me. <laughs> I, <yeah>. don't, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and I met somebody again. I, I, who like needs me more than I need him. I feel like so. I'm like this is amazing. I'm not used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Power dynamic. You Hell yeah! Find somebody who relies on you more than you rely on them. Yeah, yeah. And that's a relationship, and that's not true. I, I can't, I can't do anything. And he's, he's pretty, he's very smart. Uh, yeah, I'm a oh. piece of shit. And, um, you have a boyfriend? I hate saying the word boyfriend. You have a partner, and a life partner. That's gay. To, that's fucking gay. Well, you're because gay? like you're like Sam, like you're my friend. Like we've known each other for ten years. Like I just hate saying boyfriend because it has the word friend in it. Because I feel like nobody likes me. Like. Like it's, the friend part <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> Wait, is this turning into therapy? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. No, this will never be therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds childish to say right. girlfriend and boyfriend after yeah. a certain age. Like I remember speaking to my ex when, because her parents were divorced and when we would hang out with her mom, her mom was like in her mid fifties at the time, uh, maybe early fifties. And like she would talk about her boyfriend and mm. for whatever reason, it just seemed childish to me even though it's like what else are you going to call him it's like you're not engaged you're not married but you're dating so that is the word like this guy is your boyfriend but for some reason it just felt weird to have like a a older woman have a boyfriend it felt like you know kind of like in general when girls will be like you know like certain boys do this like at what point do you got to start saying guys start Uh, saying guys guys do this when girls still call men boys it's like 
How, what age do you call a girl woman? Wait, that's not- <laughs> that 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 is that is interesting because yeah, yeah. I do call <laughs> girls like, girls still, that's and I don't think anything about it. Yeah, yeah, that's just like are. the patriarchalish girls, undertone. Yeah. A woman is just a girl with some fucking with a job. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, so yeah. you're a girl, bro. You're a girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm a girl, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't say like I'm a. I'm I'd, a big I'd mom. say I'm I'd like say you call a girl a woman when she gets her tits. <laughs> yeah, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm of the Justin Roiland school. Of, uh, <laughs> Alex Jones and I have the same cup size when it comes to alcoholism and. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking tank. Don't even. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got wide shoulders, bro. Like, yeah, I but you, could, you couldn't food. put up 225 <laughs> 10 times like him. Is he putting up 225 10 times? Oh, he's putting up 225 probably 15 times. Wow. Wow. Jones is a fucking tank, dude. Jesus Christ. They, they want to take him out. If they shot him, the bullet would just bounce <laughs> off. <laughs> dude, I, he's still the most hilarious person to me that like ever existed. Like, he's I the best. I've listened yeah. to him all day today. <laughs> yeah, he's my little fucker's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to him for, for a minute, though. Like, what was, what was he talking about? I'm just curious, um, uh, What was he talking about today? You know, he, he usually does at least one segment a day on the... The poison shots. Uh, we got a segment today <laughs> about the impending World War Three. I mean, that shit's real though. That shit's mm. about to what, happen. What World War Three? Oh yeah, yeah. it's oh all, absolutely. I got a feeling this whole world, like the, with all the train derailments and shit, and then like also, I don't uh, know if you guys have heard about this going on. But this is a real thing that's going on. There's people all over the country that have been just like attacking power plants. Yeah, Eric brought that up. There was one in Baltimore. Yeah, they attempted <laughs> really? it. They attempted That's it. awesome. Sorry. They attempted it, but they got stopped. Uh, so are, <laughs> is the is it the CIA or is it foreign influences kind of like well, sleeper selling people to do it? The thing is, America's already in such a big level of disarray that you got like the Antifa and the other side of that, whatever that which whatever they are. You can like the people generally just say proud boys, but that's not what they yeah, are. Just but, Antifa. But both uh, those pick sides, a better name, guys. Both those sides range. are here to cause dismay. So it could yes, be either one of them yes. guys doing that. And then you got the train derailments and shit, which is more seems like a foreign you know, outside. And all this UFO shit. On top of that. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, because everything everything's about to happen. And I can't fucking wait. I'm going to make my sons get sex changes, though, so they won't get drafted. <laughs> no, you better fucking hope you you fucking get... Well, you according to, get to Alex done, Jones, the military is exclusively trans now. So, yeah. so I mean, they, you might want to um, just keep them cis. Yeah, they're, putting, cis? they're putting chemicals in the MREs that are turning the troops gay. <laughs> yes. But, like, yeah, like, wouldn't you want to be, like, in a foxhole, though, like a Spartan warrior with, like, a man who, like, sucked you off and, like, you, that you had that bond with? Like, I mean, that is what thing. they did. That yeah. is why they did it. They, yeah, they yeah. They would get little boys and fuck them. And oh, no, no, warriors. not that part. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's usually how you become trans in the first place is somebody <laughs> takes oh, you Oh, no! In. Are we doing this? <laughs> somebody takes you in, like, Gladiator <laughs> and fucks you in the bus. Spartans! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here on Info Warlocks, we support transdimensional. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm, I support trans, <laughs> oh, no, but no, they... Okay. Mostly yeah. got molested. Like it's not. I don't imagine. <laughs> I it's, mean, it's have, just numbers, bro. How much of the population? Okay, numerology. How much of the population do you think has been molested? Whatever gay plus trans is. Fuck. <laughs> 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 and this is how patriarchal society is. You didn't mention women. <laughs> G plus T equals M. Yeah. This is the formula we're pitching today. G plus T equals M. Ah no. Okay. <laughs> um, but that is actually a, a somewhat. Uh, it is like a, a link. There is a link to that. Yeah. Um, There's definitely a link, and it's uh, you know it's dishonest to say otherwise. You, you can't you can't ignore that. Dude. I think for every G or T that is not M, there's a S that Wait. got M'd. 
An S? Yeah, straight. <laughs> straight. Oh, okay. okay. Or an H, hetero, whatever. <laughs> H, okay. Oh, you're doing the alphabet. Okay, alphabet. Yeah. Yeah, Every yeah. G or T that didn't get M, there's a there's a H for <laughs> You can, you can say M. it. Mm-hmm. H and M, S and M. <laughs> yeah, but in the context of mathematical formulas, you got to <laughs> solidify it down to one variable. Yeah, oh, again, I got my GED, so like I that was about all I could do. Don't even get me started on the ends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> What's that formula? <laughs> we mean necromancy. Warlocks, <laughs> <laughs> necromancers. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> or neurodivergence. There's, there's, there's necromancers <laughs> down in West Baltimore. Non-whites? <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I, did, I just looked at, like, I bought a... a, a a jacket with Baphomet on it, um, with the the saint, the goat that I wear. You and, keep um, on insisting on Baphomet. Baph- it's, it's, it's Baphomet or Baphomet. It's Baphomet. It's Baphomet. Satan was not pretentious. He would not have <laughs> had a silent T. Uh, there's one thing I know Lucifer about Satan. Was. He wasn't French. <laughs> but, um, I, I walk I walk around wearing that because like when I walk into neighborhoods and stuff. And if there's one thing that people from the hood won't fuck with, it's the devil. Oh like, yeah, so they, 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 I'm they, totally yeah. When I have that jacket on until they yeah. start their rap careers and then they yeah, dude yeah. Yes, I love that shit. I love double rap. <laughs> it's all about numerology, baby. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of feel like the underground rappers are just doing it for shock value. Like the actual people that are making it in the industry are actually like doing Illuminati satanic shit. Like they get there. It depends on what you what you mean by we we kind of touched upon it last episode, but like you know, define. We're touching on a lot of things as well. like the kids that were molested. But There's yeah. no doubt that <laughs> there you hedonism. Go, <laughs> hedonism is the name of the game in popular culture. I just the messagery yeah. that they push is absolutely mm-hmm. just like you know, all for yourself, fucking blah blah blah. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's called hedonism, not sheetonism. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that's for a reason. Like, <laughs> but um, like again, like, we but we talked about this where you kind of need like a balance of ego as mm-hmm. well as caring. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hogging later. Um, oh. but yeah, um, you need a balance of being somewhat narcissistic or egotistical, but you also need to care about other people at the same time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, the it's the it's the strange balance. I've always found it weird, you know, especially, uh in in certain demographics where like the values like it is weird that in hollywood it's all about like you know finding your truth and like that's kind of like the liberal more leftist values and stuff like that but then they also hate capitalism because Mm -hmm. if anything i would say that the economic system that leads more the most towards like just do whatever the fuck works for you bro Uh that seems to be capitalism is it not um, again, I feel like I would be more libertarian if I weren't on disability and like on Medicaid, Medicare. <laughs> 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 I'll just be real. One, one time, like I need some, like, again, if you guys want to help me, like fill out my food stamps on the podcast, like, you know, it's like, that I really, sick. I, I really need to like sit down and like fill out my, my food stamp application. Cause yeah, it's, <laughs> do, do you, yeah. you haven't done that yet? <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, that, that would be hilarious. Um, but we yeah, should probably I, do that right now. Are you I would love like, to fill I out didn't, the food I didn't. I have to like bring out like the form, but it's like I, I don't know do if I should do it online. I mean, yeah, like I can't. I got like, all my shit done on my phone, my unemployment, and all that stuff. Hell yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You should definitely um, be able to. I should probably get my food stamps back too. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do it together. Yes. I'll find a day, and we'll. I'll come over, and we'll just do our food stamps <laughs> together, and then we'll go to. <laughs> Go to shop right. What yeah, do you have to do to qualify? Like, what 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 qualifies you for food stamps? Your the amount of money you make. How well That's you it? lie? No, that that too. No, the way. The the color of your skin also. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> that certainly helps. Yeah. I would say. 
Um, Thankfully, so I look like white trash. What's the amount? What's the amount that you need? <clears throat> I think have. it's whatever the whatever the poverty line is. <clears throat> so like fifteen thousand or something. Like okay, that? so if you make less than fifteen thousand, you can totally get food stamps. Yeah, and then if you have kids, it probably goes up. Yes, okay. I knew I had them for a reason. Now. Yeah. Well, hey, now you're really thinking like a food stamp applicant. <laughs> uh-huh. Again, it's like I'm um I I'm being real about it though. It's like yeah, like I of course everybody dreams of being rich. Like see, I, I like this streamer. His name's Hassanabi. Like I I like him. Um, he's oh, like that a, guy Hassan yeah, Piker. Or Hassan, yeah, yeah, Piker. That's what I'm. You I'm like him? I like him. Like I do. I, I like um I like the leftovers podcast. I. You can you can tell me but just yeah I, I don't but, know what the leftovers is. Um, that's what Ethan Klein from H three. Oh, that yeah, guy yeah. fucking sucks, dude. Really? No, he's he's funny. the he's fucking funny. worst, dude. He's okay. the worst. He's yeah, dude. Oh, he's crazy. He's like. such a fucking faggot. But okay, okay, you can you can you can go. I just want to say like the one thing. Conservatives just it's like bro. But they're millionaires who are shitting all the time on other millionaires and taking advantage of middle class listeners or whatever while benefiting from capitalism while totally shitting on it. And that's the hypocrisy I see that's moving me more away from the left even though I'm broke as shit. And again, yeah. you can go on about what a faggot. But those guys are the left. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they are the left. And, and like them. that's kind of the no, hypocrisy. I, but I like it. lots of, sorry. Oh, go on. Yeah, no, I, I like Tim Dillon. That's the thing. I like all kinds of different people. Tim Dillon is my favorite comedian, and he's really conservative. Like, I love Alex Jones. Um, I really love Joe Rogan. Um, I like Blair White. Is that what her name is? The trans mm-hmm. woman who's like, I listen to her a lot. Like, I like people on both sides, and that's, I can't pick a side because I see valid perspectives. And well, that's good. Whoever makes me laugh is like, I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to him. That's yeah. fair. Maybe, Maybe you should yeah. send me and Matt some clips because I, I've seen a lot of Hassan Piker stuff, and I've seen h3h3 yeah. which is ethan klein's regular podcast I, i'm not a big watcher because i don't right. fucking like it but i've seen clips but i also know that like that's not you know the clips that i'm seeing are the clips that i'll send you a clip of him um like with the green screen of him just like eating mcdonald's french fries like he's in a mcdonald's like mm-hmm. <laughs> like but he's not doing political stuff necessarily i, I think it's funny but, he know, uh like, he, he shit on jim norton a few weeks ago and that made me i was like i i already didn't like him did? and now i fucking uh whatever ethan Klein, oh, okay. the fat marshmallow faced faggot bitch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, here in, for Warlocks, um, we believe witches can say the word faggots because we were flaming. How dare you? <laughs> I think it's more like, I, I don't know how, I, I'm not very good at describing this because I've never really thought too much about it, but there's something about, um, I'm going to just say leftist humor just as a general umbrella. Something about the mode, the mood of their, like, like the angle of their jokes. It's like when you have like outlandish like right wing guys they kind of make like a Tim I wouldn't consider him yeah. a right wing guy but he definitely appeals more to right wing sentiments as lo- as far as his humor goes but I will say when I think of a left wing comedian I think of like George Carlin okay yeah but that's, that's like a nine. I think of, that's I think like, of like, a, like Mark Maron Mark- yeah. Oh, yeah like yeah. fucking uh, what's his nuts Chris Gethard <laughs> oh, it's, it's almost yeah, like there's a certain air of like uh, they're they're like um, like if you're in a classroom and there's like the class clown and then there's like the other kid who's like yeah look at this guy he's so stupid why is he doing that <laughs> and I don't know I like when I listen to like leftist humor that's what I get it's like them making fun of other people being funny or saying something because it's like against the grain and they're like yeah, well, <laughs> yeah right well, I don't know how to describe it no no and I I could definitely see that um, for sure like and but I I do think there are people on the left who are funny too I, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't think of a specific one. <laughs> yeah, me either. Uh, yeah, let's try and think. Who is really... Um, well, I guess you could say most left. black comedians that are funny are probably generally left-wing, I would say. A lot of the black people that I've met mm. are, that I like, love... 
I don't like know. Trump, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like anybody that's black and has money is gonna like uh, is gonna be a undercover Republican. Well, like, that's the, it's like DL. Black people are always on the DL. It's either gay or Republican. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing though. It's like I feel like it's almost more difficult with. T- I feel like a lot of these terms apply mostly just to like. I'm gonna, I, I feel like like when we talk about these things, it's like white people because like with with a lot of black people, it's like they they are democrat voters but a lot of their like personal values tend to lean more conservative like in their interpersonal life but they just vote democrat because they you know republicans are racist or whatever you know and but it's like what do you guys think about that chick sorry what's her name happy black history month everybody yeah oh my god uh candace owens yeah what do you guys think about candace owens like do you think she's legit dude She's kind of yeah, she yeah, is yeah. kind of annoying, but I respect her. Like I, I don't think that she's a, a lot of people accuse her of being like a grifter that she's trying to like cash in on like oh I'm I can instantly get popular as a black woman conservative because that's a good niche. There's not a lot of them. Yeah. And so thank you for teaching me how to say niche. I thought it was niche. Thank I you. think it is niche, and my girlfriend oh, always says I pronounce it wrong. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. that's bullshit. I, I, I say words niche. All the wrong that's guys. just a sorry, woman yeah. trying to control you. Just yeah, that's, true. that's the matriarchy, dude. I'm saying <laughs> niche, bitch. Um, but like, yeah, I don't think that she. I think that like she. I think just her tone sometimes is kind of annoying. But she hasn't really been that wrong about anything that i can recall in recent history oh i look like a super problematic right-wing person that i fuck these fuck was my milo yiannopoulos but then uh, uh yellow milo milo, milo. milo like, i used to think that he was hysterical oh good sorry i didn't mean like totally diverge like we could go back to candace i know i'm no, 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 like, no, no, stuff, but, like so good. Was, this is all yeah. relevant. Yeah. but he was like so fucking charming hilarious it was like i loved listening he was just i disagreed with a lot of what he said but he was just enigmatic and then in order to have a lot of the more um, like uh, uh, considered more extreme uh, right wing views, you almost have to have something outside of just being like you like being a gay guy helps. Like even with that guy Jeffrey Star, this whole th- uh, you saw about how he like came out and he was like, I don't believe in all that fucking they them shit. Like you're either a man oh. or a woman. Like I don't fucking like yeah, yeah. that doesn't like I, I'm sorry. I just like that's silly to me. Like I don't hate you. I just think it's fucking silly. <laughs> And it's like, and he even said himself, he's like, the problem is, is like, you know, it, it has to be someone like me who says that because mm. if you said it, then everyone would make the, all these assumptions. But like he was, and he said it and like people want to attack him for it. But at the same time, it's like the guy is literally like dressed as a woman <laughs> on this fucking podcast saying that he doesn't, he believes in he and she, but not that they, them, not the nine non-binary shit. And so it's like with Milo, like he was kind of able to get away with more, even though he didn't really get away with anything because his career's kind of been destroyed. <laughs> but like yeah. as a gay guy who like would constantly talk about how much black dick he sucked and was like- kind <laughs> And he would do it in such a charming accent. And he's married like, to a black Yeah, guy. like a yeah. charming <laughs> British gay yeah. guy is allowed to say more than fucking Tucker Carlson. And that's kind of why he's like- I lost my virginity to Father Michael. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can just kind of say more shit because of who you are. So I think yeah. that like with Candace Owens, it's like, is she right about every single thing she says? No, but is anyone? Exactly, and does yeah. that make her a liar or a grifter? Like, right. you know? Yeah, and um, like I stopped getting triggered by other people's beliefs. Um, I used to let that bother okay. me for some stupid fucking reason. Like especially when I was more wrapped up in like social justice type things, and then I realized like, wait, why are you letting this bother you? It's just someone's opinion. Yeah, yeah. 
take it in. It's beautiful, yeah. Sam. <laughs> it is beautiful. But but you feel like um, when you are, I guess, like a queer or like a woman or I don't know, if you're just in any kind of group where more leftist people are that you have to, I don't know, yeah, care what people believe. <coughs> um, okay. And that's the thing. I like exchange people who can exchange their ideas. They might disagree, but it's an exchange. You're not... Well, it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's a, it is like a a mental thing because I think it really comes down to, um, I said this on, uh, my podcast with Eric and I've said this several times, but in my opinion, I think a lot of the world could kind of be boiled down to people that, uh, want to be left alone and people that won't leave you the fuck alone. And yeah, I'm left because I want to be left alone. There's, well, there's people on both sides of the spectrum that are just like, look, dude, like, you know, like take a Blair White, for instance, like she's a trans woman, but, you know, she doesn't really align with the trans agenda. Right. She's just and, and, and it's like this idea. It's like I always say, like, you know, when it this pertains mostly to the trans issue, I think it's the best example um, that like if you don't agree with their theory on gender, that you're invalidating their existence. And it's like, when did we get this idea in society? When do we accept this premise that anytime you don't believe in what someone else believes in you're invalidating their existence like i i respect muslim people does that mean i have to believe in their religion do i have to do i have to practice judaism and believe in judaism to respect (laughs) 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 to respect the jews or can i just be like yeah those are jewish people they believe that they exist they believe that i don't believe that i'm not saying that jewish people don't exist or that they shouldn't exist it's just I disagree with them. Right, like I Muslims, disagree like, with Muslim people yeah. on their, you know, story. I hate that they yeah. cut off little girls' clits, but I'm not going to uh, cuss a woman out for wearing a hijab. Well, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, it, it is kind of this, because if you accept that premise, then that's when you fall into a fascist way of thinking, which is that anytime somebody doesn't Can somebody explain in, to me what fascism actually is? Because I hear both sides say that the I other would, is promoting I would like fascism. I explain, too. <laughs> That's I feel like, like I, can we fascist. even Google it or something? I mean, I I, I, I just want to know what it. it like, I think I that, get confused. Like. I think that fascism <laughs> often gets put to uh, gets ascribed to the far right, which is interesting because you know the the Nazis were the National Socialists. They were National Socialist Party. Um, <laughs> And it really that's is. It's true. I never clicked in my head about yeah. that, but that's fucking hilarious. And um, <laughs> so like, so like, you have like, I think that history is amazing. I think that fascism <laughs> is a term that I would almost venture to say transcends uh, the left-right spectrum. I think it uh, comes down to yeah, you want to be? Do you want to be left alone, or you would not stop fucking leaving people alone? And I think fascism is when people take the attitude that it's like. This is what we believe. This is who we are. This is what we think. And anyone who doesn't agree with that is bad, wrong, and needs to be changed and needs to be trained into thinking what we think. Right, and, right, right, right. And that is fascism. And fascism uh, can be present on either side of the spectrum. If you're a far right reactionary, you you know you can be a fascist, but you can also be a far left fascist. And that's what's so ironic is like... That sounds like a dope name for a band. It's about control. (laughs) It's about control. And so different political factions throughout history have sought control and succeeded. But all those success, you know, communism, how are you going to sit here and tell me that communism wasn't fascism when they're fucking (laughs) telling people like, this is how you have to think, you know, you look at the Bolshevik revolution. It's like, it's kind of like a, um, it's kind of like word, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a trick of, uh words it's the same way they kind of did with like how they just change a definition of racism to mean 
it's not just racist to like look at another person who's a different race than you and think that they suck because they're not your race. That is what racism used to mean. But then we changed it at some point and just said, no, it actually, it only applies if you have some type of historical institutional position of power in society over that other group. And if you don't, then you can't be racist. So in reality, we just changed the word racism to be something that only white people can be guilty of. Do you think it's it's valid though if like your brain isn't racist, but like your dick or vagina is racist? Like you're just not attracted to like a certain race? That's, I think that's totally valid. Uh, I think I, wait, I don't like the term race because we're all the human race. It's different in the cities. I I have never (laughs) once found an Asian attractive. What? Ever. (laughs) Ever. What? Not even attractive? Not even attractive. You don't like the uwu? Like weeboo, like <laughs> nope, never even once. Anytime I, like, I'm watching senpai, a porn, notice me. If I'm watching a fucking compilation and an Asia girl comes in, skip. Ah. Gotta turn this thing off. There goes my boner. Really? Yeah. Well, that's look. I think because they're, they're girls. I don't know what it is. I think it's because they're girls. I could understand like, like an Eskimo type Asian, but not like. Oh no, an no, Eskimo type Asian is more my thing. Because they're Native Americans, oh, and a yeah, Latina yeah. is mm. a Native American. I That's love a true. Latina. That's true. That's a true. Latina is just a Mayan that, you know. But that that, that kind of ties into the same conversation. People say it's transphobic to not want to date trans people. Like, if I, mm. if I can definitively say that I am attracted to women, but I would never date a, a trans woman. Like, I can definitively say, and people would say that is transphobic. And I would say, well, first of all, like, Ideally, you're supposed to find one person and marry them, and that's the one person I'm going to be having sex with for the rest of my life, hopefully, if I'm in a good marriage. So does that mean I'm fucking, like, if... But, dude, I'm saying these trans women these days look better than cis women. <laughs> like, and they look better like the than Asians. White. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, tra- a T has definitely made my dick move. <laughs> Wait, what? A T? A T. A T girl. A T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some T's that are like, damn, dude, uh, off night, I... Uh, I get there, right. but that's, that's very actually progressive. Of I am. Like, I'm very yes, progressive. This is like turning around. Like, I'm a yeah, good guy. I'm proud I, of just, you, Matt. I just like, say <laughs> the bad things that you're not supposed to say. That's the only. Hey, that's the only thing. But yeah, we were yeah. talking about Jim Norton, and he was one of the first people I remember like had heterosexual type men who identified like, like said, yeah, like I like trans having sex with transsexual women. Yeah, and, like, he was open about it. Yeah. Like, but that 15 that, years ago, that to me, it's like and Robert Kelly. I don't know. Really? I look at yeah. <laughs> I look at that as gay. <laughs> I do. I feel like it's a way, and and that and that's the, the reason why I stop myself. I'm hesitant to say that is because it sounds like uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I look at if you're if you get off sexually to fucking um, men and sucking a dick, um, but that dick that you're sucking is presenting as a female. I feel like that is kind of a psychological. <laughs> that is so 2023. Sorry, yeah, that dick that you're sucking is presenting as female. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of this psychological mind game that you play with yourself to say like, I'm not gay. I just like trans women, and it's yeah. like, well, that to me just says like you don't want to accept that you are have homosexual desires. Um, maybe because you are Jim Norton and yeah. you don't want to, you're you don't think of yourself as gay. You don't identify as gay, yeah. but you really like yeah. sucking cock. <laughs> his uh his yeah, yeah. his thing about he why it's not yet. gay yeah he was <laughs> this is very jim norton heavy episode yes. <laughs> he is my favorite He's maybe my we're favorite. manifesting yeah yeah i love i yeah. love jim norton a lot and I, I numerology i got to work with jim norton on my mom's birthday really oh my god that's fucking awesome hell yeah. yeah or whenever that was 
Um, but his his uh, explanation of as to why it's not gay mm-hmm. to do a trans person is he said it's like going on vacation. He's like you if you if you're an American being straight, you go to England on vacation. You don't become British. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Thailand. That's where you're really that is such a fucking stupid way of explaining it. Hey, got me. I mean, it's like. Okay, so th- by that logic, you could do just about anything and it doesn't define you. I could kill someone. That doesn't make me a murderer. I could fuck a dude, not just a trans woman. I could fuck a dude and that doesn't make me bisexual or gay. It just means I I just fucked a dude one night. Yep. Right, right, right. I don't know if I really agree with that. That's pretty oh. much what they're teaching in colleges now. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's what they're teaching in our kindergartens and elementary schools. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Chinese are doing yeah, right, right. Yeah, like, they're great. I'm getting yeah, like right. kids Fruit Loops and yeah, shit, and they're fucking getting right, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I doubt the Chinese kids are actually as smart as they say they are. The dude. Japanese are, but yeah, yeah, the Japanese because we let them fucking. The we, Chinese just work in sweatshops. Yeah, we forced the Japanese to be our human calculators for like 30 years. <laughs> we took away their army, and we were like, all right, yeah, <laughs> you're our TI-84 as a nation. Uh, remember what you What's guys TI-84? did? What's TI-84? It's a uh, scientific calculator. Graphing calculator that we all had in school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all, why I don't know. Yeah, it, you yeah. probably didn't have it. <laughs> you probably, you yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. You were, I, in my high school, you were required to have one. Yeah, and if you didn't, they get like there was like rentals. Yeah, in the classroom, that you yeah, have to do. That's what we fucking did with Japan as a nation. We like wrote our name on the cover, and, and like, then you would get us. like you get the games on them. You get like the Grand Theft Auto. And well, yeah, the, we we make them make us games too. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, really yeah. do. Yeah, we really do use them as a TI eighty four of the nation. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we have a distorted perspective as, perspective as Americans because we only see the best of every other country in America. Like, when you see, like, you know, if you, we assume that, like, oh, fucking Indians are doctors and Chinese people are fucking really good. It's like, well, there's a billion people in fucking China and there's not even, like, we're only, the people that, like, are brought over here and do that, like, they might be the hardest working, most intelligent people from they're that country, but I'm spies, sure there's lazy bro. fucks in China, too. They're yeah. all lazy spies. dumb fucks in China, just like there's lazy dumb uh, fucks here. Yeah, if China's as smart as they say they are, why the fuck do they still have wet markets? That's true. <laughs> I just think they they're just a little. I just love that term wet markets, Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, also like any. I'm not. I'm not. You know, like a super religious guy, but any culture that doesn't have a value on like God or a higher power is gonna be fucked up. Yeah. And I'm starting and to agree with you. China is is very godless. It's a godless land. But they weren't always that way, right? It was when Mao came in. I, I at least knew who Mao is. But I don't. You know. I don't think they ever. I think they. They were Confucians. It was yeah. more like a philosophy. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just kind of like Chinese. Like even I remember like looking it up once on Wikipedia. I'm interested to see what it says, but like, I think when I looked it up because I was looking up like what is the national religion of China, and I think it said something like some type of like state yeah. cultural. Yes. Yes. It's not like a yes. real religion. It's yeah. it's yeah, that's all because of uh, you know, communism and all that. But stuff. I don't necessarily know if that was because of Mao because I I don't feel like even before the Maoist revolution well, the, Ming, appreciate- the Ming dynasty all the dynasties Ming. were Yeah, like, it oh. says 74. <laughs> we don't have a dynasty. That's such a badass word. 74.5% <laughs> is no religion slash folk. Folk religion is just like believing See, in your cultural country history. But they used to because I one thing I appreciate about Asian culture is they have those little shrines where like they worship their ancestors, and I really think that that's an important thing to do. And that's what I really like about like folk Asian religion. And I think that yeah. that's what most of the people in China had, but it wasn't like 
yeah, it was like an individual thing to your fit. But they also used to bind women's feet and like. Yeah, <laughs> does that does that? I like make, that. Have you ever seen foot bondy pics? Like, yeah, dude. Did you jerk off to it? No, I'm just like. <laughs> well, you know, oh, yeah, you don't like Asians. About. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, now, if you, if you, bind, if you bind up a little French girl's foot or a little Nigerian uh, girl, no. I like the I like the stretched, stretched out neck of a of a <laughs> queen, bro. Oh, I like them God. big lips. Not, <laughs> not, not, not that true deep throat <laughs> right there. Let me take that back. The big lip thing. I meant like when they put the discs in their lips, not yeah. black people. Have oh, big you mean lips. like the surface area, the volume. Yeah, of the, that yeah. wasn't actually racist. It was yeah. Yeah. some cultural reference, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> you know have to what? see through the smog there, yeah. Chinese people. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm starting to get to the point, though, where it's like it's better to admit that you might have problematic thinking to pretend like you're perfectly no like i look at everybody the same i don't da 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 like yeah. it's, it's like the things flash in your brain but like you have to look at people as individuals like well you get caught like, what happens is and that's that's why they say the kind of like cancel culture eats its own <laughs> tail um and progressivism eats its own tail because if you try to maintain this standard that your thinking has to be crystal clear spotless and you like then nobody can live up to that standard we all have thoughts we all have opinions that some other person would find problematic we all have our biases we all have our stereotypes that we, and we used to be able to turn that into jokes well exactly that's the point and it's <laughs> I mean, like we still can but yeah so I that's why do. you see a lot of these guys like you see like jimmy kimmel um, you know, all these like super like lefty guys now who like all had all this shit to say about blackface and stuff. And it's like, well, dude, you did a blackface video in like 2000 and mm. it was funny. And like, I'm not the one sitting here saying that it can't be funny sometimes. Right, right. You are. Yeah. But like, you're the one fucking Tropic like. Thunder, that was amazing. But yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like there's, there's, a, there's a time and place for things for everything, unfortunately. And, and it's like when you hold yourself, when the whole like mantra of your ideology is, you know, fall in line. You had to think this way. Any thought outside of this thin little narrow field of acceptable opinions makes you a terrible person. Well, it's like, well, you guys are all eventually going to get caught being terrible people then if you don't allow yourself a little wiggle room to be care. like, hey, sometimes I, I just don't really fuck with Asian bitches. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> I just care that the field of opinions has grass on it at least or or, or had the potential. Like, it's that, <laughs> and nobody on any side is molesting kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that I ask. But, Other than that, I have like a pretty um, acceptable you know, moral compass. You know what they say, if there's no grass on the field, you got to play in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean like uh, I fuck brown children when you're on like a sex trade? Because is that an anal joke? That mean, like, yeah, anal. that means oh, if, they, if they're okay, too okay. young, you fuck them in the butt. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, that's again, trans. Uh, Dan, Doug Stanhope had a joke about trans women. He's like, they look so good. You just want to fuck them in the ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's a good that's joke. Good. Yeah. Oh, Doug Stanhope. That is a Doug good Stanhope joke. is the reason why I started comedy. He, yeah. he's my, he's Doug my Stanhope is the reason why I started drinking. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I remember when you went to the okay. when you went to the Doug Stanhope show and we're just fucking geeking uh, in the I back. Was, I could have shook his hand and I was too scared. Yeah, I remember. I had the opportunity. Like you're a Stanhope stand. That that is one of the memories that haunts me at night. I remember <laughs> you that night. You were on one, dude. You were I was on. What, what does that mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. you were just on a different level. Like, I mean, of, yeah, aren't I? Of, <laughs> yeah, no, but like ten times what you are. Really, right now. I was like your nervous fucking. Oh, because place, I mean, that is like, yeah, he's like meeting the Beatles, I guess, for like a teenager in the 60s or yeah, 70s. Yeah, you were like, squirting was, all over the place. <laughs> fuck yeah. Like Doug Stanhope was like, again, like, I don't think he could get it up for me um, either because like... <laughs> 
I don't think he can get up for anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can't even get up for bingo like anymore. But it's just <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I get it. Like I fucking love Dexiano. Yeah, and it's just he's just so like real, and he's like the last. I don't want to say he's the last real comedian, but but yeah. <laughs> He's one. Um, he's he's definitely of that generation. And he called know. a special beer hall putsch. That's the one. And it also yeah, goes back to what Hitler did. He's <laughs> like, got, that's pretty badass. He's got some it's of the best badass, names. But, beer yeah, hall yeah. pitch. Beer hall putsch. Push. Or, yeah. Push. P-U-T-S-C-H. Yeah. P-U-T-S-C-H. What's a putsch? It's like a a uh, fucking uh, like a rally. But you know oh. what? You that's know what? what um, that's what Hitler's when he when he first tried to rise to power mm. and when he got arrested was a he was doing a beer, he called it the beer hall push. <laughs> yeah, where that's he was what just going. Like. <laughs> he would go to different big beer halls and just start being like, "Come on, guys, we got to get these fucking." My beers. comedy career isn't working out, so I'm gonna start doing that. And that's that's how Hitler got his rise was just yeah. going up to drunk people and being like these fucking Jews, guys. <laughs> and then they and then they fucking took over the they insurrected. And killed some people, lit some shit on fire, and he got arrested. He wrote Mein Kampf and came back out with a fucking vengeance. Dude. I feel like that's like our entire careers. Hitler and Shane punches. Gillis had like the same career trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> like they like I got it. They got in there. They it's got crazy in. that like like Shane Gillis is like I'm so fucking happy for him. Like and I he's somebody I really respect. Where he's like I I'm copying this from Louis C.K. I think describing him, but he's doing jokes that are conservative leaning in front of Brooklyn hipsters, but he's making it work. And that's fucking awesome. And I think that's what we need. We need to be able to all yep. find a middle ground. And that's that comedy's is what, the best way. That is what the art of comedy is. I, would, I wouldn't be able to be trying to do that if I wasn't banned from Sismos. Oh, yeah. But- <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep that. Yeah. You have to be able to... Because vi- really when you're telling comedy you're kind of making a point it might not always be a political point but you're making a point because that's kind of the point of talking at all if you're not trying to make a point then why shut up it's like so whatever your point is and you have to figure out a way to say it so that no matter where you fall on that like where your opinion lies on that subject if you can say something in a way that makes that person laugh you've done your job it doesn't mean you have to make them agree with you but what you've proven is I've made you be able to see it through my eyes yes yeah because yes. i had that connection with you that made you laugh whereas even if you walk over there like yeah that joke is funny i still fucking think that's a totally wrong take but it's like hey for that fucking one minute in that bit you were with me exactly, and you saw how yeah. other people could see yeah, it yeah. and then at least from that perspective you can then go well i disagree with that person but i get what he's saying right. and now that you lose the whole anybody who disagrees with me is a piece of shit so it kind of like cure it kind of bridges the gap between and that's people. the thing i'm tired like i am a piece of shit okay so i'm gonna do the drinks that i want to <laughs> i'm done you're, pretending like i'm not <laughs> well yeah it's well, like yeah that's the thing is you're not you're not a piece of shit well you know just it, like i know yeah society is gonna tell you you're a piece of shit for saying things you say but you're not yeah because like, i mean i know it's coming i know i'm place, i know but. i'm not a piece of shit i know i do good things so mm-hmm. anytime anybody's got a problem with what i say it's like all right well that's your thing to deal with like I understand right. that consequence of. What are you I'm like saying. doing energy work? Or are you like blocking chakras to like? Keep no, I've been going to therapy there. for like eight months now. Oh, I yeah. think the biggest pieces of <laughs> shit awesome. are the ones who wind up kind of subscribing the most to that kind of like thought policing type of thing because, like, uh, most of the time when people like are super vocal about social issues and things, um, publicly, they do tend to be some of the skeeviest, mm. most selfish, <laughs> conniving people in real life. And it's it's a very clear overcompensation where it's like, you know you're a piece of shit 
And so, and you're not changing that about yourself. You're not going to fuck somebody over for rent Mm -mm. or something like that. You're not going to fucking do work for somebody and then, you know, they pay you and then you don't actually do the work. You're not going to do that type of shit. Uh So instead, you're just going to spout off about things that have nothing to do with you to try to gain social credit that way. When in reality, you're not doing anything on the ground in your own life to fucking make yourself a better person. And so I think yeah, I'm it definitely does, not doing anything to make better myself or better. In any way. It does take a certain type of person to be like, look, you know, saying I'm not a piece of shit does not mean you're saying you're perfect. It means yeah, like, yeah. well, I do try in my everyday life to do, you know, the right thing, uh, uh, even if the right thing winds up, you know, making me lose a couple bucks or something. I like just that. want to do the funny thing. That's the thing. Yep. Sometimes they're the same like, thing. Nice. Okay. okay Sometimes yeah. the, the funniest, you know. Um, I Usually am, the funniest thing to say is the worst thing to say. Yeah, right. And again, because that's what hilarity is. I mean, I don't mean to keep talking about Lucy K, but he said when hilarity is just something that is like so, it's like painful that painful uh-huh. that it's like it makes you laugh. And that's hilarity, and that's always the comedy that I enjoyed. I like all kinds, but yeah. Yeah, I got I got this. I got a bit that I've been wanting to do. I've tried it like three times, and every time I do it, it sends. <laughs> it sends the audience into a fucking. They, it's it's just not. It's a hard thing to talk about. Yeah, it's a really hard thing to talk about, and it's a hard and and the and the 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 whole like idea of the joke, like the, where it start. It has to start where it starts, otherwise the ending doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, it's it's, it's got it's a, a molestation involved. Bit. Okay, and it's and it's just. It, basically, the the ending thing is that we need need to make porn for little girls. Okay. Yeah. Well, you mean like porn for little girls or porn of little girls? Porn for little girls. Um, for the little porn girls, for little man. girls is like Harry Potter fan fiction. At least that's what it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like the the idea is like like boys watch porn from a young age and they're like this is fucking oh awesome but if you show a little girl that same porn she's gonna it's be like traumatic. oh god what is happening like that lady's getting <laughs> um, fucking yeah she's calling I, out for jesus like, <laughs> i hope my dad isn't listening because oh when i was like a, he, i think he does something but i found a gangbang porn tape in the vcr when i was putting in um like howl's moving castle like an innocent anime uh-huh and um it was like one of the most like it made me cry but then i'm like i watched stuff like that on occasion now and it does like it's, yeah. it's, we evolved throughout life but at at that age it was horrifying never been into gbs dude not a big <laughs> never gang been into glen bernie no not a big gangbang <laughs> uh, i've been into glen bernie trust me. <laughs> but again it's uh because like yeah and i know i don't yeah um but it it was very it was horrible i mean it was like and my dad was so like weird about like the way I would dress and stuff. And it, the video was called like like gangbang whores or something or sluts. And it okay. was just like to see that. And it's like, what you won't even let me like wear like something. Yeah, he yet. doesn't want to get turned on by you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, know? <laughs> you flip your dad's perv switch the wrong way. You're fucking <laughs> definitely not releasing this. Oh, my God. But yeah, um, my dad and I have a, a very problematic relationship. But, he didn't um, molest you, yeah. did he? Um, no, but there were some creepy things. Um, I just think yeah, that because look how you were dressed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was dressed in like a a wolf moon dragon t shirt that like rappers look cool in. You're not like, leaving I was my like... house looking like that. <laughs> You're staying right here looking yeah, like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I get yeah, I have I have lots of um, my, I, there's lots of things that I can't wait to talk about when he's dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like what? <laughs> I don't know how to block. Okay. I love my, but my. Just talk about it while he's alive. Give him a, give the man his flowers while he's still here. 
I know, okay, we, I, I don't know what to do because it's like I want to talk about this, but like I'm scared of like putting I it out there. I know your dad. It's fine. I remember I, went, I met your dad at you, the at the pawn shop. <laughs> it's all good. Tell me. Go ahead. Yeah, he's um, my dad is. He's just got a lot of secrets. <laughs> Okay. And who he presented himself as didn't align with who he really is. And that really fucked with my perception and trust of people. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys after. But, but yeah. No. Um, but I, I love you, Dad. And uh, thanks for helping me um, pick up my kids and giving me $100 sometimes when I'm <laughs> destitute. Why? Um, and I, yeah. And uh, it's like having children really heals, I guess, some kind of thing. It's like I, I want them to know him. And well, yeah. it speaks to <laughs> which hymn and they're boys. So, yeah. <laughs> which hymn do you want them to know? I want them to know the hymn that I well, he was my hero, like growing up till I was about like 11. like he used to drunk drive like and be like, come on, Sam, like I want to take you to Borders Bookstore because I was a huge nerd and like I'll buy you like a series of unfortunate events and that's just like my life. That's it's just a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> literally, you were like, he was my hero. He yeah. would drunk drive yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this no, car awesome. drive is a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> But um, yeah, like, and he was, I mean, again, like, it was just, it was all a lie. But the, was it a lie? I don't know. That's the hard part. It's like our parents are entitled to have their own personal secret lives, but it, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, some, I guess it's not like a lie necessarily all the time. I think that like a sociopath is someone who <laughs> like actively tries to maintain this image of themselves that is not at all who they are and they're aware of that. And I think for most people, um, we all kind of know deep down the person we should be, but most people are kind of too weak to be that person at all mm. times. And so... Like when I see like, you know, just from that little side away thing, it's like he's probably thinking like, damn, I wish I wasn't wasted right now. But also I think I should be taking my daughter to Borders right, to get her right. some books. And so it's like this yeah. weird combination of like the person that he wants to be and the person exactly, that he unfortunately yes. is. And that doesn't make you a liar. Yes. It just makes you, you know, not perfect. That's so that is very true. Um, And, and he grew up with a lot of Catholic guilt. So I get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that is so true that like the person that you're portraying yourself to be like and is, is can't align with like who you really are on the inside but it's I, I don't know it's um and that's why I want my kids to just know from the jump that I'm always going to disappoint them <laughs> well that's a good starting point yeah <laughs> but um but yeah I, my dad okay well you oh let's let's uh, I think we have like an amber alert um it's in a child amber alert um oh really I, I, I shared I shared some of my inner child wounds um like Matt, Amber Matt alert. like we, we have an, an inner child Amber Alert um, on our phone. Like, like what is something that like what? your inner child is missing? I don't have an Amber Alert <laughs> on my phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, have you, have you heard about that? Like you're into angel numbers and shit. Like, have you heard about like healing your own like inner child? But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sort of, <laughs> but not really. Mm, the guy. You never heard of healing your own inner child? You go to therapy they never talk about your inner yeah. child? <laughs> Um, sort of, but we haven't gotten there. There's a lot of other shit we're working through for get to my inner child. My yeah. my grown man isn't doing too much. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. That is like fun. Like, the man like, inside yeah. me is not. Yeah, yeah the, man, the man inside me is, is, is uh, he, needs, he needs more work than my Because a lot of like therapy and movies, they'll do that thing where they're like hypnotize you mm-hmm. and then they're like, okay, you're three years old. You're on the baseball field. And then like, you're supposed to be like hypnotized in the state where you're like relive this thing. I think there's a lot. I mean, I, I somebody said something once that kind of stuck with me and it was like, you know, 
that voice in your head that is that put me in the psych ward now. <laughs> well, we all have that little. We all have that like inner monologue, obviously. But how many? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean. I, I just, how many voices in your head do you think are acceptable? <laughs> Are you talking? When you have voices in your head, are they your voice or are they some Baphomet fucking yeah. guy? I'm sorry, this is hilarious. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm being I have, serious. I, have, I, have, I prefer to call them spirit guides. But they're not your voice. I do. They communicate to you as you or as someone else. Like, I genuinely believe that I'm able to channel. At the end, I'm not saying, oh, I'm so special. It's just because I believe in it. Mm-hmm. certain energies like there's the god hermes or mercury or odin who's like the god of like airs like quick-witted sort of comedy trickster energy and yeah. sometimes i feel Who, like odin? i can yeah yeah well yeah. i mean yeah odin i mean like i said like he was like sky daddy like original and okay. he, he was like and all of these things sort of overlap these archetypes and i'm not saying that it's real but sometimes when i think okay i'm ch- like certain archetype i can I don't know if this is making sense or not, but yeah. Do you like- hear an actual <laughs> yeah. like speaking voice to you that isn't your own voice? Mm, or do um, you just feel like you're sometimes driven by the archetypal energies of these other Yes, beings? you said it. Yes. Okay, so I need white men to like speak for me. Like, well, yeah, this is why mansplaining is good. If anybody's yeah. listening to this podcast, this is a clear cut example oh, of why mansplaining hilarious. is it's good. It's good stuff there. Oh uh, huh? yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Because we all have uh, we all have yeah. different aspects of our personality, you know, and that's also right, why right. we have different friend groups too. Yeah, yeah, you know that like I have friends that like my sense of humor with them is totally mm. different than my sense of humor with you or my sense of humor. Like I have guys that like we are we're drinking buddies. Like yeah, yeah. those are the guys that I go out and like if we're hanging out, we're going out, we're getting drunk. Then I have other friends that aren't interested in that shit at all. And so it's a completely different vibe. It's a completely different thing. Those are all different aspects of what makes me or any individual person them. All these different energies that kind of manifest into like one thing, you know? Um so yeah, there's definitely times when you channel like this type of energy or that type of energy. But I think, you know, I think when people talk about voices in your head, I think the big distinction that I would make is like whenever I have any type of internal monologue, I always associate it with my own self speaking those things, even if those things might be not the same me all the time. Like the same voice in my head when I'm like out doing this thing might not be the same voice if I'm And you don't feel like a sociopath. Like I feel like a sociopath because I'm not the same like and I'm getting to the point where I'm just like I have to just be me. Like fuck it. Like everywhere I am. But that's I'm a mess, but I've learned this in therapy is that everybody has different masks that they put on. Right. At all times. That's the big mm -hmm. thing with being on the spectrum is masking. And you're never gonna not do that. Yeah. Like and yeah. it's also completely normal and healthy to do that. Like mm-hmm. right, you right. can't be yourself. Okay, but I hang up with a lot of black everywhere. people and they're like, you need to keep it real. And I'm like <laughs> Yeah, they don't keep it real because they go home and they fuck dudes. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> and vote Republican. <laughs> they don't keep it real. That's not keeping it real. It's not. <laughs> and I haven't been hanging out with black people since they accused me of being a, a crack addicted uh, <laughs> devil worshiper. <laughs> when was I that? haven't. Um, but the Ratchet Roundtable, um, Ray Diva came for me. What? Um, what the yeah, fuck yeah. is the Ratchet Roundtable? 
That's Maria Sanchez's like live show that she does in the morning and stuff. And I was trying. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> Ray Diva called you a crack um, and, demon. And, <laughs> yes, if I remember special, I'm calling it crack demon. That's um, pretty cool. That is, that's pretty tight. I would keep hanging out with them. Yeah, I would show them that you are a crack demon. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like I, I just. Okay, she's saying that I was like sucking dick for crack, and it's like I'm not sucking dick for crack. I'm a phone sex operator. Yeah, <laughs> there's Wait, a difference. I'm pretending to suck dick yeah. for crack. <laughs> I'm just talking about sucking dick for crack. It's different. That's a different thing entirely. <laughs> yeah, that's what she talks about sucking uh, dick for crack. No, too. I make men swallow their own cum for the goddess. So I'm oh not, my yeah. god. <laughs> so yeah, it's not that. I'm, Can you yeah, say that funny. in your phone sex voice, please? <laughs> Uh, Let me close um, my eyes and you tell me to swallow. Oh my god! <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. I can't. I can't. I can't. Sam, it's like it's. I mean, it's pretty similar to just. My do you want me to call? Do you want me to call you on the phone? I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> call, desperate call. for money. Would so that yeah. help? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Do I have to call like an 800 number and ask for Sam? <laughs> What's your extension? No, of course I don't go by Sam. But yeah, I'm a priestess of the dark goddess, and yeah, you know. That's what you go yeah. by. What's your What's your step phone sex name? What? I'm not gonna say it on the podcast. But Why not? Yeah. Because you don't want like, business. <laughs> the best like, way to promote yourself is through yourself i'm yeah, so annoying true. to talk to like why would anybody like pay to like talk to me it's like but yeah, yeah, yeah they don't yeah. know you yeah <laughs> i mean if you still need food stamps yeah, yeah. you're obviously not a good phone sex operator uh, you're no yeah. miss cleo that's for sure <laughs> yeah i'm the guy that um, the, he says he's gonna give me his food stamp card so i'm like yes like this is like ghetto sugar daddy or white trash sugar daddy when, when he gives you his food stamp card <laughs> That is top tier sugar daddy yeah. for right there. Uh, yeah. He came, he showed up literally in a trench coat and he looked like he was just ready to just massacre an entire middle school. And I was like, yes. That's the aspartame daddy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. fake sugar. That is the aspartame daddy. <laughs> um, daddy. Yeah. Splendid daddy. Stevia daddy. Yeah. I, again, like I told you last night on the phone, I have a comic. So this is what's going to happen. But, uh, okay. Who, yeah. your boy? Is that your boyfriend? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking to him. Yeah. Your boyfriend's the leader of the trench coat mob. <laughs> yes, that would be badass. That would be like the highest level that I would, that would be alpha as fuck. No, that is <laughs> alpha. Is his name Dylan. But I, um, his his name is Link. Like yeah. for real, his name is Link. Um, he was adopted and he has a lot of trauma apparently. So he he was used to play Legend of Zelda a lot. When wait, I shouldn't be saying this. I shouldn't be putting. All yeah, you won't talk about there. your dad, but you're putting your boyfriend shit out there like it's nothing. <laughs> I am a piece of shit. Does you make um, him swallow his own cum for the goddess? No, 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 no. It's uh, that's not like um, I've made him. No, I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, um, we we have we we have a healthy dynamic. It doesn't sound like it. If you just said I made him, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> then you were about to tell a whole international audience about <laughs> international, international, internaty bow. Like, um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. I haven't ever been a good partner relationship. So I yeah. Whatever happened? You trying to you and my brother? You said no to that. I liked him a lot and he was like really attracted to me and he knew his rising sign, his um, yeah. sun sign, his moon sign yeah. right away. Yeah. Um, he looked like like a neurodivergent Viking and I was like, yes. I was like, that's so hot. Um, I really wanted but to But he wouldn't him. swallow his come for the goddess. No, it's he's, he's really close with like a mutual female friend and then I just read into something too much where I this? didn't want to like overstep. Space but. eater. Oh, oh sick. <laughs> yeah, Joe got this. I think this is more effective for like when it's not that cold. This is like when it's cold as fuck outside because oh, yeah, that's yeah. not going to cut it. But when it's like 50 degrees and yeah. you just want a little fucking little <laughs> toast. A little toast. Yeah, light toast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, light toast. That's good for that. 
Because <laughs> Joe couldn't stand the noxious fumes because my band's a bunch of fucking pussies and they're all like dude. breathing in kerosene. Ooh, it's bad for you. Joe's not the drummer guy, right? Joe is the uh, bassist guitarist yeah, guy. Yeah, the drummer guy is tight. They're both tight, but they're both just, they're not big fans of the K1. They're not what's, big fans of the K1. K1? Kerosene. Oh. <laughs> and I get it. It's, like, it's not ideal. <laughs> it's not ideal, but it's like, come on, man. It's not a new drug. It's an old one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> old school. Old school shit yeah. right there. I was just fucking with you about not banging my brother. Oh, no, no. I just read into something and I just didn't want it to affect like a relationship that I had with a female friend. It wouldn't, friend. though. That's the thing. I it, felt like I being it fucking would. Wild. Instead, you denied my brother the love that he truly deserved. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to be alone forever because you're a fucking dumbass, no. dude. You see a lighter scene, you had please. to go. You had to go ahead oh. and fuck Dylan Roof instead of my brother. <laughs> oh my god! Can I get one of them ciggies? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, a no, classic trade. Um, and again, like I really feel, yeah. Well, let's like, yeah. let's let's delve back into this inner child thing because I think yeah, that yeah. that's a good a good thing to kind of discuss. I think that um, when when I was bringing up voices in your head, I was talking more about the inner monologue um, that everyone has. Uh, and someone said something that it was like, uh, a lot of that, it's a lot of that voice is your parents. Like, and and I, I see (laughs) that, (laughs) I see that fully. Like a lot of the, the, the voice in my head is very, uh, lefty. (laughs) Check. Oh, let's see what's going on. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do feel that. <laughs> we on? Okay. Um, easy at it. A lot of that. A lot of that voice is uh, <laughs> <laughs> like for me, it's definitely so much my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and when you talk about like the inner child, like my dad even used to say he would be like Jim, I'm not raising you to be a cool kid i'm raising you to be a cool adult and wow like, that's awesome a lot of that a lot of the stuff that i feel I steal like that from your dad. kids were allowed to kind of do and get away with and like enjoy like i, I didn't uh, like people always kind of like reminisce and like sensationalize and like you know gas up childhood and it's like dude i love i love being adult so much more than being a kid like if you yeah. if you truly enjoyed being a child more than an adult that's like in my opinion a major like psychological <laughs> type of like world outlook issue uh, that you have i don't know uh, i i sort of agree with you but the fact that uh like when you're a kid so like i played baseball so let me get that lighter bro so when i so when i was a kid my job basically was to play baseball yeah like that was all i had to really worry about was school i guess but that like my whole thing i did all the time was baseball and that's i love doing that mm-hmm. and it's like now as an adult i have do you think I it like taught you I'm, values that you like still incorporate today or like 100 like, like it definitely teaches you values but what you're really trying to learn is look the the way because whenever people talk about when they when they when they like glorify childhood the number one thing they bring up is the freedom, the freedom of being a kid, <laughs> the lack of responsibility and the freedom to just do what you want. And and that was it. But it's like if you want to have an enjoyable adulthood, you have to find a way to make money 
doing what you want to do. That is really the goal of adulthood as far as I can see it. And part of making sure that you reach that goal is by teaching kids from a young age, like, hey, you may not want to do this now, but this is going to be a skill that, like, like for instance, with music for me, like, I didn't even have the idea of pursuing music professionally until I was out of high school and dropped out of college. I was always talented at music and I would always do like church shows and talent shows and, and learn songs and play guitar from a young age. But my father was very adamant about like, you know, before you go outside, you're fucking going to practice guitar for this song. And I used to hate it because my friends would be outside playing basketball, doing whatever. And like, no, one of my responsibilities as a kid was to fucking play guitar and, and practice and get good at it. And he kind of went about it in this way. He was like, look, like this is a talent you have. This is something I'm going to develop. And other parents would kind of call him out and be like, why, why aren't you letting him? Like, why? And he's like, well, do you make your kid do his math homework? Do you make your kid do his English homework? Like, well, I make my kid fucking practice this. Like, do now we're just. Do you feel gonna- thankful that he did that? I absolutely do because now I'm an adult and I have a skill that a lot of people don't have and I'm able to make money playing fucking music for a living. Am I the most successful person in the world? No, but I don't really relate to people when. They talk about like, oh, dude, adulthood is just like, I feel like I'm locked in this box. I have to spend five days a week. Thank God it's Friday. I finally get to meet myself. I was like, dude, like, you know, I understand the grind. Like I, I, and I, I'm definitely still on the grind and like, yeah, you don't just immediately become an adult and immediately just get to do what you want to do for a living and not have to work a quote unquote real job, but that should be the goal. And, and so if you have the values instilled in you, the, the work ethic and things like that, then you're able to take on adulthood and then go, okay, I'm going to work at this fucking restaurant job or wash windows or do all these things that I have to do in the now. But the main goal is this, because eventually I want to be able to do this thing that I love and be able to pay for my fucking lifestyle. And at that point, then you're more free than a kid was because now you get to fucking do what you love to do, pay for everything else you want to do from that money. And now nobody gets to tell you shit. It's like, if you enjoyed being a kid, it's like, dude, being a kid is constantly people telling you shit. (laughs) Go to bed, eat this, Go to school. Don't oh, tell you were, daddy. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't tell your father. Oh, you know, no. like. <laughs> um, my my parents were like addicts and uh, stoners, so they didn't even want to do adult responsibilities. So that's why I had like no rules. But instead of like not like instead of like yeah, rock and roll, drugs, partying, I just like went on Neopets <laughs> night long and didn't do my homework. <laughs> well, people. Most, I, I do think most people kind of like school trains you for it. School trains you to just get accustomed to really, you know, the best way of looking at it, it trains good employees. That's what it's meant to do. Oh, it's I, meant- was, I was thinking this is something real shy. I just wanted to ask you guys because, like, Matt is a couple years younger than us, but we're basically in the same generation. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about, like, at least in my school, as early as elementary, they separated the students from. By race, I totally agree with it. Yeah, segregation 100%. was a good idea. Just kidding. Go on. My grandmother used to say segregation was the worst. Wait, with segregation, I'm so fucking retarded. Oh my god, like with segregation, that was separating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She said that was like the best. In- integration was the it, opposite. Yeah, she yeah. said segregation. They integrated way wrong. She said integration was the worst thing to happen. In like it was, it, yeah, forced integration was terrible. Yeah. Like, I think we need to find the derivative of that and bring it back. To that, that. that caused sorry, that joke. <laughs> that caused a lot of fucking problems. Was how they integrated because they were taking kids from places that like it's not like they took 
the black kids from the black neighborhood and just let them go to the school there. They took black kids from places like across town and yeah. brought them to the fucking other place. And it's like, that's not how that goes. You got to put them with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. But they took children from Africa. Yeah. Well, I mean, took or were given or were, like whatever, dude. They, yeah. Like, it's not like white people just came in and started killing the Africans and taking them. That's not how it yeah. went down. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Oh my god, I wish we had a black person here. So although, yeah, pers- but yeah, although white people did yeah. win history, so it might have went down like that. They, they yeah. might not have actually yeah. solved their own. But <laughs> scoreboard. <Hey. laughs> <laughs> but okay. But, How many history? Are we going to make that a, a real? The clip is like white people have won history. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, I, I see what Matt's saying. It's like what I think a lot of people get caught up in the what you know people say like good schools make a good oh, community. Oh yeah, but sorry, this sort of relates to just what I was just it's yeah, like yeah. in our generation. Like they separated as early as elementary school. Mm-hmm. The smart kids were putting gifted and talented. Yeah, mm-hmm. as they should. As mediocre fuckers. Uh, were put in the middle yeah. I, but i was sorry in both, you like, fucking yellow group retard <laughs> well i, I was, was in both the, in honors and special ed class at the same time so i was it's in like, the red group yeah. maybe well it, it's not <laughs> your red pill it's not a <laughs> terrible flaw well, i think the big flaw that i noticed in our generation was but um, gifted and talented that's so like neat. it's it's well they start calling it an ap at some point gifted and talented is kind of uh they they could probably change that a little bit. The problem that I noticed with uh, at my high school, Towson High School, was they kind of just got rid of the idea of a vocational track altogether. And so they were basically telling everyone that anyone at Towson High School, your goal is to go to college and get like some oh. type of like intellectual job. You and didn't go to learn how to like wipe old people's ass or they like got, do like they got HVAC rid of that. They got rid of that. I, and it, it happened during my time. There. I remember a literal announcement like on the morning announcements where uh, one of the assistant principals got on was like, we are getting rid of like the, you know, the vocational track. Cause they used to have like a, a thing where like guys could be like, I want to fucking take mechanics classes. And like, they could kind of like get out of the, like, let me learn calculus track. And when you're in ninth or 10th grade, it's like, okay, like you have basic math down, you know how to fucking read, you know how to like function in society. And so now we're going to specialize you in a more like hands-on blue collar type of career path that you can actually make a living doing. So instead what they did was, was go like, well, we're still going to have advanced placement. We're still going to have honors and we're still going to have remedial and special education, but we're going to train, we're going to push all of you in the same direction. So it's like, okay, well, if you're pushing everyone in the college direction, then clearly the advanced placement kids are going to have an advantage over the honors kids because you're not giving the honors kids and the remedial kids an opportunity to go like, okay, well, I also want to learn this stuff, but can I maybe learn stuff that's going to be applicable in my life? And they're like, no, because being a mechanic isn't good enough. Being a construction worker isn't good enough for a Towson high school graduate. Everyone has to go to college. Everyone has to be a fucking lawyer or a doctor or a fucking social science professor writing stupid books that nobody fucking reads. Everyone has to do that. And so, yeah, I I see what you're saying in terms of like psychologically the separation. But yeah, at least like the the, the, the kids get the other kids could be special. But just like, what about the kids in the middle? Well, it just (laughs) it, it allows kids in the middle were robbed by a cultural shift in society that kind of just we we just put college education as the end all be all of success in the workforce. And basically, it made people feel like if they weren't able to succeed in that field, then they weren't going to be able to succeed in anything because they took away the opportunities of somebody being like, look, dude, you can literally fucking graduate algebra two and then just say fuck off to trigonometry and get into like a vocational thing and you could run an electrician did business and make more money than that fucking guy over there but, but did, did you did you understand it though that's the thing is just like 
understand what like trigonometry or like i i i understand it give two shits about that stuff (laughs) see i I like now trigonometry trigonometry (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm gonna call this episode that yeah yeah. um (laughs) i i look or what about (laughs) no no (laughs) (laughs) god damn it that wasn't even an edit we (laughs) self-censored all right give us we've grown through the process that's what, that's what that's what african-american studies used to be called <laughs> uh, that's what you should name it that's fucking hilarious just yeah. six six stars ometry <laughs> yeah the reality um, is trigonometry calculus we have to have a black person on next <laughs> Like yeah, sure. We'll we'll compensate. We'll work it back. We'll work our way back in the black. Um, uh, but like I I use calculus, for, not for my job, but for like my fucking gambling addiction. And <laughs> I use math and trigonometry and things like that. Most of my YouTube history is either. Fucking, Are you seriously a gambling addict? No, I just really I enjoy gambling, and I have a great system. I am. Like I'm an addict. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Matt is a gambler. I'm a I'm a better. I'm a better. I'm, I'm literally a gambling addict uh, now. But like, oh, because of the sports betting. Yeah. But like they do, uh, there yeah. are certain things that they say, like they don't teach you how to do your taxes, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they don't really teach you anything. When you're on disability, you don't got to do them. Well, yeah, they <laughs> teach you. Like if you work for a company, they do your tax, like they give you a W-2 and they say, blah, blah, blah. They basically teach you like the whole mentality was always like, go to school so you can go to graduate high school so you can get to a good college and it's like well why and they go well because if you graduate from a good college you can get a good job and it's like their whole mentality is always based around training people to uh like basically impress someone else to hire them they don't really give you the the wherewithal or the tools to be like well we're going to teach you how to like make your own business maybe instead of trying to get a job at google we could give you the skills to can develop something that competes with google or something mm-hmm. like that build your own fucking company build your own business they don't teach you that because that's not what school's about and so it's like i would always have these issues where like when i was in school um, you know, getting sent to the office, getting lunch attention and shit, just for like kind of acting out. But I wasn't a bad kid. I would just like make jokes or maybe talk in class or not do my fucking homework because I thought it was fucking bullshit. Did your and parents it, get upset if like your dad was kind of strict? Or- the, my 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 parents would get mad about certain things. Um, you know, like but but what really set me on the right path was uh like my dad wasn't gonna let me join the wrestling team my freshman year because my grades were so shitty my freshman year of high school i was like a dnc student and then the act the gym coach older guy mr yaska um legend he was also like a part-time <laughs> wrestling coach and he actually that. called my father and was like look i i totally get where you're coming from man like you want to you're not gonna let him play sports until he gets his grades up but i'm telling you let him join this fucking team because it's gonna it's gonna change the way he goes about things and it was true by by my uh sophomore year i was an a b student junior year same thing senior year but at that point of course like the other stupid shit about high school is they don't like when you apply to college you're usually applying towards the end of your junior year and the beginning of your senior year so your senior year almost doesn't really count in the application process so they're really just judging you off of your freshman sophomore junior year and it's like okay so so like, now how did that feel like that's a moment i can only dream of because i was always picked last in gym class and like i was give, and like that's like a moment where it's like in a movie where it's like we need him like well it wasn't like, it wasn't even like, dude i was not some like i didn't mean to tell that story as if i was some like oh no no i just unbelievable I mean, athletic prospect i was a no, fucking no. fat loser 
<laughs> and and my gym coach saw uh, the gym teacher slash wrestling coach saw that I was a, a fairly intelligent kid who just wasn't applying myself right, in school. Right. And he was like, well, put him on the wrestling team. It'll get him in fucking shape and it'll fucking teach him a work ethic and it'll train him discipline. And then all those other things kind of fall into place. And my dad was like, okay, yeah, I'm totally with you. And that happened. And that's, it is what happened. So it wasn't like, you know, Towson wrestling was not a program where they were like scouting people. Towson wrestling was basically all the fucking outcasts that like, but it's good. It's, it's, it's know, good a way to discipline people. And I'm, I don't want to make it about male or female, but like, I even noticed with my son, like it's stuff like, he was throwing a fucking fit yesterday at the Bob Evans restaurant. He was tearing the fucking Bob Evans up. <laughs> it's like, I went on my phone. I'm sorry. I, I promise this is a point. I promise. I fucking, I fucking love you, Sam. Oh, thank you. I love you. Yeah. But I'm like, my son was tearing up the no, Bob Evans Well, both of, the, both of those assholes were. But, <laughs> is there a letter? Uh, um, but I just mean, like, he, like and there's, there's a group of fucking good old boys in Carroll County looking over, and I could hear one of them say, look at her. She's on on her phone she's not even paying attention to them because i was trying to hysterically find a video to play but anyway i mm-hmm. asked my aunt to watch my other boy i took my son outside we did a couple laps around the you know the, the bob evans outside <laughs> in the rain and he calmed down it was amazing like and, and that's the thing i, I think uh, young men especially i can even see it already in my toddler need physical outlet and yeah. I'm not talking about like they being do. statutory raped by the, <laughs> the hot female teacher i just mean like sports discipline and that wasn't it for me. Like I hated, but I yeah, I can see it in that. Well, but, but some. Well, I mean, you know, the the lacrosse lesbian women women's sports definitely. Like I would definitely want my daughter in sports. Um, no, because the trans women would um, totally. Well, that's true. She would get dominated, <laughs> yeah. but not my fucking daughter. Yeah. Not my fucking daughter. Yeah, not my daughter that was born a boy. <laughs> yeah. My trans daughter is gonna fucking dominate. Yeah. If I dude, if I have a son and he's not killing shit in sports by the time he's ten, it's like yo. You if I have a son and he's not killing shit, I'm gonna be happy. I'm so like, yes, like, but but this. <laughs> this again leads into the the, the theoretical kind of just uh, dissonance in, in that way of looking at the world is because so much of the progressive kind of like, you know, advanced modern way of looking at things is trying to discount of the natural differences between boys and girls. And it, it, it takes away this acknowledgement. It's like, no, like boys, because boys and girls are different, they are. Um, they do require not totally different. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. like, but there are different angles of raising a boy into a man than raising a girl into a woman. And so when they get rid of that, it's like, yeah, boys do have a, a higher level of tendency towards aggression. That's what Milo Yiannopoulos yes. says. They, they, men have a higher statistic of either being geniuses or total fucking retards. Well, yeah, well, basically, women are more like in between. What men are, what the male uh, gender, sex in 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 human humans and most animals is, they're kind of like the the that's God just being like, all right, let's try this thing out. Let's try this thing out. <laughs> women are pretty much straight across the board. Like when when Milo talked about the bell curve of IQ for men and women, and I think Jordan Peterson references this a lot too. Um, what they say is is that men have far more people represented in the genius spectrum and far also far more people represented in the mentally retarded spectrum. So they have far more people. And if you people, like autistic dudes, there's a mix of both. Yeah. And, and women are pretty much, much more consistently right down the line. Right, right. There are female geniuses and there are female fucking retards. But most like women as a whole are much more like, like down the yeah, line yeah. like but men are just kind of like they're kind of like the extremes and so like you have 
I don't know. It's kind of just like, you know, they have the woman and the guys are just like, let's see what works. Let's try this type of fucking guy and see what happens. Right. But you men at- didn't matter for centuries. It's like, I mean, it was like, I don't mean to say mad, but like going to war and stuff. And it's just like whoever survived got the fucking child bride. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> but sweet, it's like yeah. when you get when you get rid of the idea that it's like, well, look, men are naturally going to have a higher level, you know, with testosterone and things like that, like higher levels of I have a high level of aggression. testosterone because I got polycystic ovarian syndrome. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's maybe slightly funnier, but yeah. That sounds cool. You, <laughs> you need to you need to have someone take that natural aggression and channel it into something yes, good. Yes, and yes, I yes. think that's what you see a lot in the quote unquote fatherless communities where <laughs> where oh, no. no, for real. I mean it's it, it could be anybody, yeah. but but I can I can always tell when I see a little kid, I can tell like a fifth sense because this doesn't have to be that fucking hard like a fucking fourth sense that they don't have a father present in their life oh, okay, when okay. i what look are, at what young are the boys signs? what are, are the young what are the when signs? i look at young boys it's this sense of it <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about astrology signs we're talking about <laughs> when i look at young boys i think about their daddies yeah when i see when i see young boys it's not as noticeable with with girls because again, they're, I feel like they're less volatile. Um, but with boys, um, it, it's usually it usually manifests in a, in a, a inflated sense of entitlement. And I feel like what happens a lot of times is like, my mother disciplined me, but my father really fucking disciplined me. Right, you were like, oh shit, dad's coming home, yeah. I better like. And that yeah. was like, I, you know, my mom would hit me, but my dad would fucking hit me. Oh and my it's God. Like, and it's sorry, like, yeah. but that type of ego check kind of pushes you into it puts you into your role like my father would talk to me like an adult he would never he would never hide shit or things like that but at the end of the day it was always like hey if at a certain point we've had a whole conversation you still don't agree with me guess what it's just gonna have to be a because i fucking said so thing it's like i'm not gonna be the type of parent that's gonna be like I'm just, I'm, this is how it is. And I'm not even gonna explain myself. He would explain himself. We'd have a whole conversation, debate back and forth. And at the end of the, at the end of that conversation, if I was still like, well, fuck, be like, well, fucking get the fuck out then. That's it. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm the fucking parent. You're the fucking kid. And when you're not the fucking kid, get the fuck out of my house. And you can go do your own, whatever fucked up ideas you have in your stupid fucking head. Yeah, but yeah, until yeah. then you fucking live here. And right. it's like, boys, boys, especially, all children need this. But boys especially, they fucking need that. They Dude, need I'm so that. happy that you told me this story because I feel like a fucking horrible person because I'm not saying that I spanked my kids, but my oldest son especially will not listen for any, and, and it gets me upset when I tell him over and over again when he's putting himself in like a dangerous situation. I hope fucking CPS doesn't come back. But yeah, it's like, and I've whacked him a couple times on the, and like put him in his place a little bit yeah, and you got to. Then, then he stops but it's like it feels like such a fucking taboo thing mm-hmm. and it's like I no. don't but it's I'm so glad that you said that no. that you feel like you, you have to do that it's the same thing with uh, like we were saying earlier like racism has a time and place like beating your kid or hitting your child has a time and place yeah also. I would never beat like yeah yeah there's way too <clears> like yeah. you don't just take out the stress of the day on your kid but if your yeah. kid is being a fucking bitch you gotta fucking <laughs> yeah like, they're just at this horrible age where you can't they talk like little fucking like yoda or like a star wars gibberish alien like and they don't understand like you know they but then he knows 
I have to film Loki uh, when he's laughing because he sounds like he's tying down a woman to a railroad track. I have <sighs> never heard a child that age maniacally cackle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is your kid's name Loki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's I was, what I get for okay. naming Loki. Yeah. But, yeah. And then it's, but, but it's just he won't. And I, I feel horrible, but that's like my last resort sometimes. Well, um, you just you just have to fucking. Were you, just were have you to, hit like not yeah. never in the face? I would never do that. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah. Both I mean, my parents hit me. Like when they're man sized and coming at you. My dad, my but, dad would. Uh, my mom would beat me more often, but when my dad got a hold of me, that was yeah. It <laughs> that's, was, the, that's the thing. It's like yeah, you were scared. I mean, what, when, what, yeah. What, what, my the last time my dad hit me was when I was like fifteen. It was when my parents were divorced. And there was one weekend where my dad's custody and we went over there and I just really didn't want to be there. And I walked in with a shitty attitude and he was like, he was like, what, what's your fucking problem? I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here, dude. I don't like you. <laughs> and he was like, what? And he started like full sprinting at me and I ran downstairs and he fucking tackled me and just what? fucking punched me in the face like three times. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Because I guess that hurt him so bad, oh, yeah. but he didn't know how to channel it in like no, a healthy way. No, yeah, I was cause... being a fucking bitch. Like, I deserve that. I shouldn't have said Wait. that to him. He he yeah. wanted to spend time with his kids. Well, there's also an element of like the real world. You know, people always say violence is never the answer, but that's kind of a, a short-sighted way of looking at things. In reality, <laughs> violence should be the f the final solution. Yeah. It should be... It, <laughs> Every every uh, single that's what you name this episode. <laughs> every single thing oh in life, yeah. Yeah, you know, we all we all kind of like <laughs> do our best to avoid physical conflict on a daily basis. You know, unless you're a fucking jerk and you're constantly finding yourself in physical confrontations. <laughs> but like, okay, so somebody's raping a girl on the side of the road. Are you going to fucking uh, explain to him why that's wrong? Hey, you hey, cut that Listen out. to me. Do you understand? No, there's yeah. certain, if somebody's trying to fucking, you know, fuck with your kids but or something like that. For it? <laughs> well, that's, that, <laughs> that's obviously got to be a first question. Yeah. No, it's like, there are times when that is the only option. And, and, it, and, and when you raise a kid, you have to prepare them for all of the things that are going to happen to them as opposed to, sheltering them in this thing where like well you know i'm not like i was taught like dude yeah i'm not just gonna get hit for anything but there are certain things and certain ways of acting that are gonna get you hit and if it's not by me then it's gonna be when you're fucking out in fell's point mouthing off at a bar drunk and somebody else is gonna fucking knock you out and guess what they don't give two shits about you i do so i'd rather be the one to teach you that or, lesson right, as right. opposed to that fucking rando or when world war three hits like yeah, yeah, or something like that. It's like even world war is a great example. Most of the world is, uh, you know, small times of peace and and long times of of people dying We're and about fighting. Due over for like a world war, aren't we? One hundred percent. Realistically, looking at the history, yeah. Yeah, and America's due for another war. That's like a war, war. And that's the thing. I don't want to fight. It's like I. That's you're why. Not, there's no fucking way you're just, going. They can't. You're not even getting drafted, dude. You're not even on the board. Are we I, I couldn't even be a you comfort might. woman. You are too. <laughs> What's the age when when they're drafting? It goes up to thirty five. Really? Yeah. What is it's eighteen to thirty five? <clears throat> uh huh. Yep, men oh eighteen to thirty five. Well, then, you know what? You've seen some of those girls in porn. The, the stuff and, that they've been through their bodies. It's like you know, yeah. an eighteen year old can like, go to war. <laughs> Jimmy and I are pretty much like peak. Like the two like types of body you want to have as men. 
yeah there's jimmy and mine you want well we we have all the specs we're not college educated we have no kids we're unmarried <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh, uh and we're, both yeah. we're also jacked. physical specimens yeah. of the male species <laughs> so like jacked, the so. army wants us to <laughs> I got fucking Putin knocking on my door. I got Xi Jinping is fucking jacked. I making recruiting calls. China wants me. I'm just going to be sitting there like a fucking draft with a China hat. Be like, USA, baby. I'm not going to lie. If we got drafted and it was like and you, me, Sig, and Eric were in a squad together. That would be a great be movie. A, it'd be yeah. a pretty good squad. That'd be a squad. Like, we would be all right. Yeah. That's <laughs> all you really need. You need a squad, baby. <laughs> we, got, we got Sig and Eric doing their fucking math, math. and all that shit. Then yeah. you and I are just executed the muscle yeah. <laughs> the muscle uh, we're the ones that get shit done <laughs> but okay I, but i will say women the, the masculine and the feminine like during world war ii for instance like the men went over to fight but women really did hold it down the home front 100%. in america it's like yeah. rosie the riveter and shit but yeah. it's like League i think but i think that that's always been just a sort of thing that's just like common where it's just well like, it's it's and, it's, it's like you're you're, you're um, you're Guido people, you're WAPs. What do you call the Italians? Or, yeah, know, yeah, WAPs, you're Guineas, WAPs, Dagos. Like, like, it, it seems like such a macho culture, but I've heard before that in like the over in Italy, it's like on the outside in the street, the man rules the street, but the woman always rules over the home. Well, that's that's kind of what, what we've done, and I think with, with feminism is what we've kind of done in an effort to bring about equality is we've really done is kind of undermine the female role because the whole kind of accepted premises like in order for a woman to truly live up to her potential she has to go out and do the things that are typically thought of as the male gender role yes, go out yeah. and get the yeah. job be the and the idea of being the homemaker the nurturer of the children the ruler of the house but it's also not a bad thing to want to be a homemaker exactly or want to be that but it's just it was what you want if you're forced into that role that's a bad thing what the a true it's not macho, but uh, non-toxic masculinity, healthy masculinity is the understanding. It's like, look, if somebody breaks into the house, um, I'm not sending my wife down to go check it out. I'm going to go check it out because you understand that I'm the best person suited for that job. I and would do then, it because I'm suicidal and I'm not a <laughs> any, But any reason that's not suicide where I can die and my kids don't have to be like, mom killed herself. It's, yeah. I'm but it's like, okay, so World War II is a good example. Would we have been as successful in World War II if we switched those roles and said, all right, all the men aged 18 to 35, I need you to get in the factory and start riveting shit, and I, we're going to send all the women to storm the beaches of Normandy. Would that have been as successful? Yeah, yeah. Probably not. And so it's, and is that to say that there's no woman that could have performed right, right. better I, I in that than another man? Sure, of course there are women that would have been better in that than certain men. But as but a, they would have gotten raped even by the fellow. Well, sure, that, that too. But as a whole, there's nothing wrong with just understanding that, like, yeah, these roles exist, and we didn't just make it up. But the thing that the issue yeah. is just that the masculinity is always is lately been seen as better, but it's not better. They're both equal, and they balance one another out. That's the problem with patriarchal ideas. It's not seeing the traditional femininity as a balancing energy. Totally. It's it's this it's it's this idea, like you said, that the feminine role is inferior and so we have to make ever it's the same thing going back to the thing I said about school, which is we have this idea that being an academic is superior to being a person who works with their hands. And therefore, we've told all kids that the only way that they can truly live up to their full potential is by pursuing some type of academic career because it's you're selling yourself short if you just want to become a mechanic or a construction worker or something like that. Right, right. And so it's this kind of uh, like low-key superiority complex <laughs> where- Funny. 
where they it is an elitist kind of thing where they go like well what we do is better than what you do so if you're not doing what we do then you're not as good as us that's the same tack they take with male and female gender roles there is this assumption in feminism that the female role of of having yeah, exactly. nurturing a family yes, yes. is inferior is and that was coming from feminism and that yeah that, that yeah. was i guess i don't want to say i'm red pilled um I, what is it what is the thing in between black pilled i don't know yeah <laughs> i'm yeah, just pilled i'm, I'm on a lot of meds you're based you're based <laughs> yeah you're based yeah yeah yeah. I, 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 i'm just a basic bitch but yeah <laughs> i don't mean to bring this to a screeching oh, yeah. halt but i i have to oh no i'm sorry i, I know i've been going too long sorry no 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 no, 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 no. You guys, I don't know if you guys wanted to keep going without me or... No, no, no problem. Yeah. Did you want to do a tarot reading for him real quick? Can I pull one card? Can I pull one Yeah, pull him. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at like time management. Like, no, it's okay. Do you have like a specific question or anything? About what? Do you, Would you rather pull the card yourself or would you like me to? And How does it usually go? Oh, um, and I again, think like he has to can, pull the card, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think but you have to like him. first think like, and, and speak a, like, a burning it, question. Again, something okay. that you want to know the answer yeah, to. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, will I find true love? Oh my God. This is why Matt is sweet baby boy Matt. Like, I don't know why. Like, everybody has to listen to this podcast. Like, it's, yes, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a certain, there's, there's about 13% of the population that I don't want to. <laughs> 13, number, coven number. Oh, yeah. Because somebody dropped me off at the light rail. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. If you want, if you want to, I mean, yeah, let's know. do this tarot and yeah, then yeah, I can take it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, because I'm going up to Magoobie, so there's a light rail station right oh, there. Oh, sweet. <laughs> or if you want the light rail by here, I can do that. Too, whatever you want. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, I just, yeah, that girl looks like Lizzo. Um, do you want to show? I'm horrible at shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the flavor <laughs> of these. Yeah, they're, um, they're the metaphysical cannabis oracle deck because I figure that most comedians' higher power is weed. Yeah. I would agree with that. They could resonate with. Like regular cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not good at shuffling. No, no, no. You're fine. And again, like, don't. I don't it's want, it's I don't like. Bend your cards. No, you're fine. Like, I, yeah, you're, you're meant It's kind of hard to do, like, the cool shuffle with and, those. And yeah, yeah. Thick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with two C's. And these are thick, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question that we would like to? I I would like to. It was will he find true? Oh, love? will you like true? See that again? That's how horrible I am. Or, like, or will my will the love that I have burning inside me find you? Find the will the person I'm yearning for yearn back? Your kindred flame. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, twin flame, twin flame energy. Yeah, it's like it's only because um another girl is only fanning the flames, but <laughs> I tried to tell that joke. <laughs> well, that one didn't work out at yeah. all. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. Jimmy. You shuffle it one time for me. Yeah. Hand it back to me and I'm going to pick. Do I pick from anywhere or do I pick from the top? I whatever you your, you your intuition tells you. Like, it, it's meant what you're meant to play. I was over here <laughs> joshing on fucking his shuffling some of them bears and stuff. No, no. Yeah, they're thick, right? You need a little. Yeah. How many, how many of these are there? I lose shit all the time. So, yeah. I lost so my kids. I, I lose my phone. Potentially, my true love could be fucked. <laughs> all right. Matt. Take any card. Pick a card. Any card. Right here. Yo, I got a thick, short hair, fucking black bitch, dog. Put it in the camera too there. Wait, wait. What does it say? Like, I want to know which one it is. Like, Can you see that? Which one is it? Closer. Closer. Oh, 
Oh, oh. Cloud, is that cloud meditation? Cloud yes. meditation. Cloud meditation. Oh, look up. shit. Yes. Look up and see the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. I'm trying to... But what did you get from that immediately besides like the physical, like the feeling? It's just like... What do you mean? Do you... Maybe you have to find somebody that looks up to you. Maybe you have to find a chuckle fucker. Mm, uh, I think that he's gone down that path. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. And also that you're, that is the Or lamest. somebody who's like totally like up, yeah, in the clouds. What if it's somebody <laughs> I look up to? Aw. Yeah, is yeah. somebody I should be looking up to? You should be social climbing. You should try to get in with a comedian who's more successful than you. No, that's not what I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not not what I think. But <laughs> Sam, tell me what it means. Um, yeah, let me look at the card for a second. Sorry. Really look at it. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really meditate. Yeah, really take a few seconds to come up with some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Witchcraft. Again, like, I think that you, your true love, like, is out there, but you have to look up and realize perhaps that, like, comedy or what you're doing is like your true love and i don't that's just like that what i'm like it has something to do with that is like your true love is like look like how look how, she, how she's like fucking feeling herself yeah they don't want to fucking you know? suck them titties <laughs> <laughs> and again yeah yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, been so long since i've sucked some titties <laughs> i think dude. that okay so let's think about this yeah, yeah. yeah cloud meditation look up I mean, I can look at also what the book says and like rip off of it. Fuck the yeah. book. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, when you talk about looking up, you're usually talking about. Maybe she likes to cry. I don't know. There's, kind there's of. drops. Yeah. Um, Maybe she's like, look up and see this fucking load coming out. <laughs> Swallow it. Near my ball Sorry. cloud. Um, looking up, usually, you know, when you're looking up, you're kind of talking in the direction of God, like a higher power. You're kind of thinking about like what are the things that kind of drive me, like wh- the 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 values that are bigger than me, like we talked about last week, that are kind of the driving things in your life that are pushing that direction. Uh, and so I yeah. think that maybe the answer to finding true love, as people know, is really you have to truly love yourself before anyone else can love right. you. Uh, so, and so yeah. I think that you need to kind of get on the set and narrow of who you are and what you are trying to do and what you actually want out of life. And when you've mastered that, then the love will find you. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much on that shit right well, now. Sorry, can I just say something that you might take the wrong way, but I just want to, I had like that too. And like, that's accepting loving yourself. Is yeah. like, but I don't mean to get like kind of serious, but like your mom like passed away. And what I is like, think of somebody like look up at your, think about the woman that your mother would like. Mm. Or who gives you that sort of yeah. thing, like that oh, she yeah. like? Or think about a, a woman like your mother, <laughs> yeah. but alive. That's what <laughs> I do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just, I'm just, yeah. I, I didn't mean to get like, yeah, but it's just, I. But I guess, why? Because a mother like, loves you for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's going back to what you said. Yes, like unconditional. I, I yeah. Unconditional. <laughs> Did your mom have short hair? I'm just like, yeah. At one point, yeah. I don't know. Again, she, again. Uh, it was very funny. She. Oh, got, she had, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. That, <laughs> no, I wasn't even trying to be an asshole. I say shit that I. I'm so sorry. For a period of time, yes. <laughs> I'm, again, I say, I say asshole things all the time without. That was so funny. <laughs> no, no, no. But there was one time when I was in, uh, I was in elementary school and she was picking me up from school. And uh, I was I was walking out to her car and she's just sitting in the car crying and she had like a oh like a buzz God. cut. And I was <gasps> like, yo, what happened? 
and she was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, what happened? And she like, she used to go to hair cuttery and had a lady that would cut her hair there. <laughs> and the lady wasn't there that day. So this gay guy cut her hair. Oh, you think and, he'd be great at it. But. And he fucked up so bad oh. that they, at the end of it, she was just like, I guess the only thing left to do is just shave this because it looks so bad. Holy so shit. She was like. I just remember her explaining that to me, and and then and then when my dad got home and saw it, he was like, "What the hell happened to you?" And she was like, "Some faggot fucked my hair." <laughs> <laughs> if you're not yes. allowed to say it, then when can you say it? When can you say it? Like guys, like I'm so happy right now. Like <laughs> this is truly like what I wanted to do out of a podcast. So just like thank you, like I. I feel like it's problematic with this. Thank you for going there. And hey, I, look, like, no, yeah. my mom said it, not me. So yeah. She <laughs> obviously got her comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> God actually took care of that. So. Info yeah. Warlocks. There is a war on for your magic, Matt. What's going on tonight, dude? Plug this yes, fucking yes. Magooby show. March baby. 9th, Magooby's Joke House, 7.30. Buy tickets or they'll kill my dog. That's a Thursday? Thursday. <laughs> they will kill his dog. Thursday, Thursday. We're going to get super fucked up. Oh yes, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get smashed and fall asleep in the green room. Um, I'll probably have uh, my album out hopefully. Oh yeah, March. Oh shit, that's so annoying. I'm gonna be at high March, tops that same March. night till eleven. Oh, high tops. Two blocks away from you. Damn, what time do you get there at? Seven to eleven. Oh, we're competing. <laughs> we're competing. Yeah. Not trying to counter plug you, but yeah, and you're it's probably free to get into high tops. And it's super free. <laughs> Prefer, and I don't have a dog, so <laughs> uh, I will be in my room reading about Japanese mythology and um, <laughs> drinking uh, my un- dead uncle's tequila. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what go. I got to plug. <laughs> when, you first, when you started that with, I'm gonna yeah. be drinking, I was like, oh god, uh oh, uh oh, yeah, yeah, my own tears, my own tears. <laughs> Samuel, um, close it out. Um, yeah, this has been uh, Info Warlocks, everybody. Um, again, uh, we are the resistance, and like Alex Jones, I am insulin resistance. Uh, this has been Matt Brown, Baby Boy Matt Brown, Jimmy Zaleski. Uh, there's a run for your magic. <laughs>